Hi, and welcome to the first episode of Rapid Riders. We're a bunch of nerds from Wales who have a varying degree of Dungeons & Dragons experience, and we've decided to come together over Discord and Zoom to bring you our new campaign. Here's a couple of things to note before we start. The episodes are first streamed on Twitch and then brought to podcast. So if there's anything that might sound confusing, that might be why. And also, we are not professionals, so the sound quality is not the best, but I promise that this will improve over the course of the podcast. So thank you for bearing with us, and we hope you enjoy. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fumble Folks. My name is Sam, and I will be the Dungeon Master for tonight. I'm not here alone. With me are my wonderful group of players. So, Doran, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Doran. I'm playing How Light tonight. What else do I say? <laughs> Plenty, yeah. Who are you? Let's turn this go with Ben. Hi, I'm Ben. You might have seen me on some of the other streams. I'm uh, the regular DM, but turned player for a change. And when tonight I'm going to be playing Zeke. You should have said that. Nice. Uh, we also have Phil. Hey, uh, I'm Phil, uh, and tonight I'm going to be playing uh, Dunstan Dewey Fairfoot. Uh, are we do racist stuff? Tell me about who who we are. Like what, you can what now, you can later. Playing. It's up to you. If you'd yeah. Like. Um, Ra uh, Ranger in the party. Um, I'm part halfling, part dew elf. So all some of the stuff we've come up in our own world. Yes. Uh, and we have Sarah. So hi, I'm Sarah. I'm playing Liam Real, but she goes by a different nickname of Taxes. So I love the one shot, and I'm sticking to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great name. It's a great name. Uh, and new streaming for us for the first time, we have Neri. Hello, I'm Neri. Uh, I'm going to be playing Badger. That's hey, Badger. A druid <laughs> character. So yeah, cool. hi. Last but not least, we have Bree. Hi, I'm Bree. Uh, I'm playing Diana, the Sun Elf Bard. Sun Elf is also a part of uh, our homebrew world. Hey. <laughs> hey. Awesome. So. You've met our players, you've met the DM. I'd like to introduce you to our world. Tonight we start our campaign in the world of Aglania on the continent of Osasris. Deep in the conquered kingdom of Fenrion, now a province of the Colovian Empire, stands the beautiful bridge city of Benalessia. Despite the iron fist of Emperor Osnan and the dread of his army, a rebellion brews beneath the city the sound of blown-out speakers, and chromatosomes, and punk rock. The Bandle's nemesis, headed by Zebi, the tiefling leader, inspired its loyal crowd to righteous anarchy in Bedlam and Benalisi. But six such members of the crowd have shown promise and prospect above the others, taking down a major military project, repurposing it for their own rebellion, now, a month later, the Rapid Riders were a whole new sound in the Empire's underground. And we joined them tonight as they performed with a crowd. As those nemesis are up top doing some rebellion activity, they're inspiring the fights underneath. 
and we're going to go in the same order. Doran, what's Halite Hello. doing? What's Halite doing? What's Halite doing? Halite's currently tuning his guitar, just about ready to run on stage and slide and hit, hit the chords. Halite is a eight-foot tall behemoth, underline, underline, exclamation mark, all caps, behemoth, with light purpley skin, uh, similar to like a pop violet kind of shade, if you have those. He has a big white mohawk with black and red coloring. Uh, he has black and red tattoos, spanning his entire body, red on the right, black on the left. Uh, when he rages or gets angry, or when high emotion happens, lightning comes all across his body from emitting from his, ta from his tattoos. They actually don't do anything, it's just all sensory and cool looking effects. Uh, but his most prominent tattoo is on his back of a giant Oz Nemesis logo, the big O, with like the greater than three kind of lines through it. And also, he has very beautiful amethyst eyes. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> you are tuning this guitar, you see Splitlick, um, the rebel roadie, um, the gnome whose tongue has been cut in such a wedge that they are essentially mute. Um, but their artificer knowledge, their engineering prowess has helped make this rebellion from just uh, punk rebels in the underdark. In the, in the crown under Alicia <laughs> into a real force to be reckoned with. He's helping you tune your guitar um, and fiddling with the formata stone so that the reverb isn't so bad, but you keep making it worse again so that the reverb is just has that edge to it. <laughs> I think 11 is just a good number. He, he signs to you. You've learned enough signs now. Uh, but you can recognize fuck you. Um, <laughs> um, that seems to be mostly what he signs to you. Um, Senna, the uh, lead guitarist of Os Nemesis, has taught you that much. Um, and that's most of the conversations you have. Um, Highlight's role but, model is Senna. Um, but as he, uh, he is helping you get your guitar into shape, setting up the last little bits of the show, the sound of a crowd in anticipation, ready to hear you. Um, there is more work to be done in the last few moments, um, as Ben would like to introduce us to Zeke again. Uh, certainly. So I am playing Zeke, uh, Zeke Boom Diggles. Uh, he is a half Hildorf, half uh, rock gnome, uh, standing at a gargantuan three feet tall. Um, and he and uh, <laughs> me and Doran, me and uh, <clears throat> we, we, we have a bit of a friendly rivalry, shall we say, going on in stream, uh, in game, shall I say? Both. Um, we have, uh, yes, uh, we have uh, knocked seven shares of shit at each other on frequent occasions while we've been in the pits for the Oz Nemesis, uh, but now, uh, Zeke's just uh, sitting back and watching him tune his guitar. Just looking at him like, what a bellend. <laughs> uh, Zeke has essentially been uh, acting as the roadie uh, for the crew. Uh, apparently nobody appreciates uh, the dulcet tones of my bagpipes. <laughs> uh, uh, but yes, uh, Zeke is just chilling, uh, looking at the... Uh, 
the large, large gentleman in front of him tuning the guitar and just thinking, what a douche nozzle. <laughs> All this hate. As you set up the last things that you need uh, ready to go, um, we cut from the stage across the crowd, ready in anticipation. Some people already starting the mosh pit um, all the way um, to the uh, entrance of this area where deep in this underground vestibule, small tunnels, small enough that the halflings that once um, roamed the city in harmony with other races that had these tunnels down here um, long, long ago they built now serve as the entranceway for those who wish to rebel in the night and standing watching counting uh, we see two individuals but we will start um, phil if you'd like to introduce Dewey. yeah uh dewey is uh as i said this is in the intro i'm uh half 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 um and uh half dew elf um he is quite slight uh, quite slight of build um, and he has been kind of tasked with finding the venues that the band's playing, uh, and also using his abilities to make sure, uh, that they get prior warning in case anybody comes looking or anything, anyone who would not, uh, who would shut this, this gig down comes nearby. So, uh, uh, as, as he goes, uh, a constant stream of tiny, tiny birds will come in perch on his shoulder for a moment and then go back relaying messages of if there are other people coming to the gig uh if there's any if there's a guard patrol nearby uh, any of the entrances just just making sure that that everyone's going to be safe and if if they're not that they get a very early warning um he also can't play any instrument for shit so <laughs> once he's done with that if there's merch, he'll he'll be on the merch stand. Otherwise, he'll you know just be you know telling him come to come to come to see the next uh, come to see the next gig. That's goddamn. Uh, yes, yes, story. Yeah, uh, and uh, we have a point from um, Doran here. Do we have access to a t-shirt cannon or a foam machine that <laughs> do we can have power to? Both. <laughs> As one of uh, the DMs, I really. Uh, enjoy listening to, enjoy their content. Uh, once said, sometimes you get to be the fun DM, and sometimes you just say, "Hey, no." <laughs> Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the magical birds sending out. Um, Os Nemesis had the system of sending out people with flyers. Um, burn once you've read it. Um, they they still exist. They still work with rapid riders as well. Um, but the fact that you can get birds in carrying these messages means that literally, yeah, they make hell of a mess everywhere, you know? really fast, uh, and the message gets <laughs> out. Um, you see the last one to return for the night. Uh, last of these um, flyer carriers uh, is a is a familiar halfling face, um, quite badly bruised um, on the on the face. Uh, but you see Horace the halfling. Uh, as he sort of, uh, rather than cruel, just walks through uh, the tunnel, um, just seems to be shivering uh, as he comes in. Okay. Yeah, well, it's just, uh, it's, it's freezing out there. I've got Malaga, and he hands you the empty bag, um, which you know was filled with flyers this morning. Awesome. No one saw you? 
Yeah, no. Sweet. We're good. I'm gonna I'm gonna get into the are they uh, performing yet? Yes, yeah, okay. Warm up, no, just get stuck into that rush, but you know me. Uh, we'll warm up quick. And uh, you watch as Horace uh, goes to join the crowd. Uh, his job done, ready to rock. Um, and as he begins to advance forward, um, a hand is put on his shoulder. He looks up and says, I don't need to pay. I work for the band. He pushes away uh, as we see our next member of the Rapid Riders. Um, we introduce us to Taxes. So. Taxes. I'm taxes. So uh, I imagine right now I probably have my hood up, but what I usually do is have like medium length hair, uh, like darkish brown eyes. Um, she's the only human of the party, so that's nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Humans. And she's also, I feel like, one of the ones with the most brains of the party, and it's needed because we need the business side of the uh, we'd be band. Ruined otherwise. <laughs> so, we would so she's taking the skills of her job of. Uh, counting taxes and making sure everything's by the books and balancing and putting it forth to making sure everything's balanced with the band. So as she's taking tickets, she's got like piles of books next to her and she's like making notes everything. She's you know noting down the exact price of given, you know, who gave it well not their names but like little like pseudo names is the best description. Mm. Like keeping everything confidential but still making sure her records match against what she's got sort of situation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is going to be our first role of the campaign. Uh, can <laughs> you, looking at your ledgers, just make me an investigation check? I can do that. Uh, that's an 18. 18. You look at your ledgers. Um, Horace has always come through, always been fine. There have been people who've been found out drunk later in the streets. This is the latest that he's ever arrived back. It's just something you note. As you are um, looking at your ledgers there. Um, with that, um, and obviously a tax is introducing a large, essentially, they were not charging anyone because they were just trying to get everybody down here, trying to rebel. And they're still, it's sort of like voluntary in a way, um, but heavily encouraged. The rebellion effort has gone up massively because it's great to have rebels. It's better to have well-funded rebels um, who can now bribe who they need to bribe, buy what they need to buy, feed people who are just going to stay here in dark place constantly. Um, it's changed this place a lot, having income and traceability with a real sort of structure that has been added to this place. Um, but next, um, we see that we go over the head of Horace, who is running up to Mosh Pit, launching into a flying fist and back up onto the stage. As stepping out, the scream of fans, we see the Rapid Riders are taking the stage. We see Halite, axe guitar heavy in hand, and just to the side of them, raising drumsticks, ready and yelling, we see. Miri, would you like us to introduce us to. Yes, hello. Yeah. I am ready for this. Uh, Badger is ready for this. Because, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we're, we're going we're gonna to do the thing. Uh, Badger is um, a very specific uh, race called a Puka, which is mm -hmm. a home race that we have here. Um, but to uh, the less educated, uh, they pass us a slightly green-tinted elf. 
ish. Something like that, Elish kind of thing. For the humans who do not want to take too much time looking, they just see you and see an elf. Exactly. Um, most notable features about Badger is that uh, they have different colored eyes. So the one eye is green, the other one is brown. Hair is also split down middle. One is slightly lighter brown and the other one is almost black. Um, and yeah, that's the, the general look. Um, the thing the Badger needs to do, though, before mm-hmm. they, they are ready to play is to flip a coin. Should I do this now? Yes, you can flip a, good. flip a physical coin um, and just tell me the results of evil or good. Yes, um, so uh, heads is good, uh, tails is evil. So that's, what, what, that's where we go. And we got a tails, everyone. We're evil today. Okay. <laughs> nice. Let's it start helps off the rock strong. and roll. He's not feeling like helping people. He's not feeling like fighting for a better tomorrow. Booker feels like fighting because fighting is fun. Yes, exactly. (laughs) We are ready to be rebels, basically. Exactly. What's happening here? And Um, I guess the the heavy handedness of the drums just just slamming down on those drums with that extra edge of not just fighting because it's the right thing to do, fighting because it feels good. Yeah. Mainly and today last. because it feels good. <laughs> yes. And last but not least, as a figure steps centre stage, pulls out a formatter stone in the form of a microphone as we would recognise it. Free, please introduce us to Diana. Ugh, I love Diana. Uh, she is the most colourful character ever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Uh, Diana is a bard. She's a sun elf, so she has um, sort of like really uh, tan skin. Um, uh, she's wearing all sorts of blush, like it's just amazing colored clothes. Uh, you know, uh, she's an elf in this town. If she's gonna stand out, she's gonna do it properly. <laughs> uh, she's got um, she's she shaved uh, one side of her head. Uh, the the other, the, the hair that she does have uh, is is just all, all the colours. Um, yeah, she's amazing. She's got tattoos uh, all up her arms, around her chest, um, piercings everywhere. She's she's lush. Um, and she, I believe she plays the bass guitar and yeah. or guitar. She also has a, a flute, uh, which is uh, by her side. Although she does not play the flute. <laughs> yes. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Diana, um, leading the trio to take that centre stage um, as the rapid riders. Everyone in the crowd is well aware of it. More than just those three. And each of you, well known, feared, respected in equal amounts, um, are performing here tonight. Um, the mosh pit starts going mental. Uh, people start looking up from the crowd towards Halite and Zeke. Um, Doran, anything you're doing there? Uh, just as a little bit of clarification, uh, I saw some confusion. Uh, everyone could say, if everyone could say their class, subclass, and stuff like that, would be yeah, great. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll go through quickly and do that just as a sort of point of order, just very quickly. Say race, class, subclass, uh, and you are. They are all level five. They are all level five. Um, 
up from level four on the previous Bedlam and Bedlam this year one shot. Um, so we'll go through them quickly in the same order. So, Doran. Um, Halai has changed the most, probably, out of everyone in the class. He used to be a paladin, but now he's a fighter barbarian. Uh, Zeke is a Way of the Drunken Master monk. He is more drunken than master in any way, shape, or form. Uh, mostly just likes to have a scrap and uh, has decided that, that apparently that's a fighting style. <laughs> the way of that's the scrap. It. The way, okay, of, well, yeah, exactly. The way of, it, oh, it, I can take you. Way of, what you're you not at? so big. You just need to stand still, all three of you. <laughs> Sometimes, on the rare occasion, there is three of them, and then you get it right. Yes, but mo- <laughs> and, and but then it looks like there's nine, <laughs> and I can still take them. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. Uh, Phil. Uh, I am a. Uh, I've never played a, a ranger until I played Dewey. So yeah, I am a, a ranger, and uh, I saw that Swarmlord was an option, uh, and that usually is associated with gross little bugs and stuff. But I am too sickeningly wholesome for anyone's liking, uh, and I was like, "Is there a way I can do this?" Ah, yeah, one of the options: tiny birds. So yeah, that's that's his thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Rather than. Um... So what's the name of the class again? It's swarm Swarm Lord. So swarm. it's like it's like rats, bugs, like the... grosser things it tends to lean towards, but yeah, it's an option. <laughs> uh, and taxes. Uh so I'm an inquisitive rogue. The complete opposite of my job. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um and uh Neri Badger? Yes, Badger is a Circle of Wildfire Druid. Nice. Uh, and finally, Bree with Diana. I am a bard of eloquence, I do believe. <laughs> <laughs> Which, ironically, is they are good with words. Um, <laughs> so... A lot of the time I might be like, insert good word here! Uh, we'll roll for it and then it might be high. Yay. Uh, yeah, College of Eloquence. <laughs> I was just joking. <laughs> hey. Nice. So I, I am the only bard, uh, but we do have four of us that play an instrument. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have an instrument. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I looked up. He plays it well. How well people enjoy him playing my instrument is something yeah. else entirely. <laughs> I looked. I enjoy looked up when I'm playing it on YouTube the other day, uh, and there are people doing um, rock with uh, bagpipes, and it is amazing. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> don't knock hey. it. Me and Corn... Bree looked for some bagpipe rock and roll. Corn been doing it since the early two thousands. So you yeah. know, I mean, whether whether that's good or not, you know, uh, but it's worked for them. But the sound of a crowd here is would be overwhelming over the sound of these instruments if it weren't for um, the invention slash um, adaptation of these uh, what are called in our game formato stones, essentially casting formaturgy on the instrument to boost the sound being produced by them, um, similar to how the formaturgy spell can increase the sound of your voice. Um, it comes out crackly and it comes out sounding like uh, electric instruments, which is a canon reason yeah. for why it sounds like a punk rock band. <laughs> we um, 
but it works um, and the crowd love it. And there is very little ability to talk to each other in this crowd over the noise of themselves and the noise of the Rapid Riders playing tonight. Um, what kind of thing are you, if just introducing you to the sort of um, the free RP of this, um, Diana, uh, Halite, Badger, how are you starting this? Are you starting this slow building up to an apex or are you just going in straight away? Hard rock. Yeah. I thought yeah. I said I was ready. We're going. We're going. doing it. Okay. All in. in. They are ready to rock, so... Look, I, I brought two. I have two sticks. <laughs> ready. Oh, Badger brought both sticks to this one. <laughs> yeah, usually it's just you one, but so today we're doing two, okay? Two on the forehead, douche. <laughs> <laughs> exactly that. So straight into your most punchy, loudest song, the one that's going to get the mosh pit going, the one that's going to get everybody screaming, um, and everybody is loving it. You have been writing songs and a mixture of yourself, a mixture with us nemesis, especially Zebby, who tends to be that main songwriter. Um, and some of them have come out like real from the heart and sort of deep, sad, just rage against Osnan. Some of them have come out as fiery fighting music and that is how you are starting tonight and the crowd are loving it. Um, especially Zeke and Halite watching from the main stage. You can see the mosh pit, which you once owned, and still do when it's uh, when you're not on, when there's no necessity to play. Um, you can see the contenders. You can see Horace. Horace is surprisingly not knocked out already. Uh, he usually takes one punch and goes down. There seems to be a little fire in him tonight yeah. uh, as he is just punching his way through the crowd. Um, <laughs> um, and then the crowd behind them, you see a familiar sight of a kobold who is able to sneak down or somehow you, you nobody's quite sure where he comes from all they know <laughs> is that he rocks up with a barrel of kobold moonshine from somewhere uh, and he keeps it flowing he's um, a babe. you do not need very much of that stuff to get you very drunk which is why it's perfect for these uh, sort of low capacity or like low notice um raves where you need to get there with a lot of speed oh, yes ben it's why he's very much Zeke's best friend. Yes. Even though he does not know his name, they have a very good rapport. They're like the same height, and it's... And it's barely, speaks, barely speaks common. Mass made in heaven. So, so yeah. um, But paints scales an alternating, alternating black and red around the eyes um, to give themselves that effect. You're not sure why they're here, but you're sure they're here for the right reason. To rock. Exactly. To roll. That's, that's, that's all uh, I'm here for. Okay. Taxes has definitely been trying to get him to charge for his drinks, and he's refusing. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Like, You're learning Draconic just to try and convince him. <laughs> Why else would one learn Draconic? I mean, I will do that in my downtime as proper whenever we do downtime. I'll just pull out yeah. my Draconic for Dummies book and just sit there. <laughs> One of those little tourism books. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you guys all know as well that because you're performing here tonight, Os Nemesis are doing something up top. You never are told exactly what the other is doing, just so that if everything goes to shit, they're not going to know where you're performing, and you're not going to know um, that they were responsible for whatever happened up top. But it's, it's really allowed them and yourselves to actually really bring something to this rebellion. 
and make a difference in those ways. And for the last month or so, um, that has been going really well. Um, it's continuing to go really well. But you've also noticed the guard presence is going up. They're getting not wise so much as increasingly protective of the targets you want to hit. They're aware they have a problem at this point. Getting tougher. Exactly. Yeah. It's getting harder to do it, but you're still doing it. I'm glad we're making a scene. Oh, yes. We are the scene. While the gate's going on as well, I imagine the, ta- uh, the tickets would dry out a little bit, so I'll probably keep an eye on the crowd then, just in case anyone's coming who's not meant to be in, somehow managed to get in. Nice. But, uh, yeah, just to yeah. make sure. Make an investigation check. Uh, that's uh, I hate rolling dice now because I'm so used to doing online. <laughs> yeah, I have to add things up. Seventeen. <laughs> Seventeen is a good roll. Um, you notice the opposite. In fact, you notice that there are slightly fewer people here than usual, uh, and you start looking through the regulars, and you're noticing on a seventeen, you're starting to notice a common theme as you're going down the list. Um, that these indents, um, and for those who have not uh, watched our previous um, one shot, indents is a word used in the Empire for those who have been forced into indentured servitude until they recognize the supreme authority of Osnan uh, and the superiority of the human race within the Empire. Um, when it is deemed allowed uh, that they have recognized that, um, then they may um, alter their mark of indentured service to show they are now just second-class citizens. Um, but you know that a lot of indents make their way down here. A lot of those second-class citizens, but those who could be considered reformed in the empire, um, which is a horrible way to put it, but this is a very evil place, uh, a very evil empire you're fighting. Um, a lot of indents are conscripted as soldiers and they are told that that is the way that they will um, prove their worth to be emperor that's how they will prove that they have changed and they have recognized the emperor's authority by serving him in um, the either the army or guards and everything like that and with the 17 you notice a lot of the people who are missing here are people who usually have a role or usually make work as guards it seems Either they're upping security tonight, which might be a problem for the nemesis up top, um, or they're just upping security everywhere, keeping a closer eye on indents, and it's harder for those people to get away. Nevertheless, those who have managed to make their way down here continue to have a good time, continue to get absolutely wasted. These things happen like through the early hours of the morning, so everybody's awful at work in the morning. But they, <laughs> it, it gives them that spark, gives them that hope that they are part of something fighting, the, you know, fighting us and fighting the empire, fighting this idea that they have to be second class citizens or made to recognize that they are second class citizens. Um, it's, it's an awful time, and you are that sort of spark of. No, it doesn't have to be that way. 
and they are going to take full advantage when they can. That's why we're fighting. Yeah. So we do it, babe. That's what we do, babe. That's what we do. <laughs> Keep playing! Stop flirting! <laughs> hey, we could do both at the same time, alright? And then we keep playing. Yeah. <laughs> we keep playing and then we just go up and like have a snog and then we're just like, see? <laughs> fucking great at it. <laughs> you just fully misperse by like, doing that and nobody cares. Everybody's like, Woo! You'll, just, you'll, start, you'll start making out on stage and the crowd will like, yeah. yeah, and it'll go on. Just that just little that bit too long. Too the crowd long. Like, yeah. <laughs> are they going to do another song? Are they going to stop? Are we, are we going to yeah. win this? Is, or, I don't know what's I, going on. <laughs> Actually, yeah, because you're, you're, you're playing your bass and you're playing your main guitar. Can you both make me performance checks while this is happening to see how oh, yeah. well you keep the tune? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, what do you know? Okay. Uh yeah, wait, real dice. I forgot. Real dice. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh sixteen. Seventeen. Okay. Seventeen. Yeah. You're like fully eyes closed, focused on very something very much else. Um, but your fingers do not land in the wrong place as you are strumming these guitars, keeping no, the exact not. tune, lyrics or not. Um <laughs> as this is happening, and this is something we didn't quite pick up from the last um sort of one-shot bedlam. Um Ben, your character Zeke is still on the side watching this as a roadie, uh, and you're watching, uh, you're watching Diana and Halide making out on stage. How does that feel? Oh no! If you want to address it, Zeke is very jealous of Diana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lol. Uh, one day we'll have a time. An icon. Hey, we're we're what like and maybe half an hour, an hour into this campaign, and uh, things are going well. <laughs> I want to climb the tree. All right. <laughs> I'm climbing the tree. <laughs> Take turns. <laughs> it's enough of highlight to go around. Absolutely. Oh, I know. <laughs> On the other end of that spectrum, uh, approaching you behind the scenes, the other rebel roadie um, you see split that comes to you. Over the, the sound being mute makes not a difference at all um, as you continue to signal in signs that you're becoming slowly more increasingly familiar with, um, and basically just a, a sign to say, ready for next set. Cool, then with that, then I'll just kind of. Through the mime outwards, trying to notify the the band to start rapping, to uh, let them know that it's time for uh, the big power number before we change bands for the evening. Okay. Yeah, you guys get the signal, but um, <laughs> already. You yeah, you're, you're gonna go to a break um, in a bit. Um, you're not sure if us nemesis want to switch. Or if they just want to talk, um, but the nemesis are calling for a break, and it's fairly early on as well. Yeah, well, um, you know, it's fine. Everyone, everyone can can keep drinking and stuff. Okay, like that guy who sometimes does like the in betweeny bits. Come on, yeah, that'll be fine. 
But as as a band, as the three of you, you have this moment where you are thinking it's possible we're not going to come back on stage tonight, or it's possible that we're going. Yeah, it, it's possible. Do you try and leave them with something like sad but inspires that sort of deep fire, or do you just go again all out, just something real, that's just aggravating, just get oh, the no. fire up in them? Because you know there's going to be gonna something do? after you. But this is how you potentially may leave. What do we want to do? I think wind it down so they can get ramped up again, whatever's coming on next. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we don't want them too hyped up. They might go and, you know, ruin stuff and stuff. So, yeah, we'll, we'll do something like. Tone it down. Okay. You, you, you tone it down, it goes into more of a sort of low draw of the music. Um, not quite country, almost like country rock. Um, uh, but w- without that sort of stadium country. But, um, <laughs> but, <laughs> I have a opinion for country music. I love it. Like some of it. Country. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, um, but my drawl is so country, okay? <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> sort of punk country mix um, that just... It, it, it's a song of like... Well, it, it's one that... Um, Spoilers, we've been sort of working on songs as well. It, it's a song about being torn away from your family, being ripped apart from things you love, um, and how you just need to fight that because it's happened, it's happened to everyone in this room. And it, the mosh pit slows down a bit, people aren't screaming as much, but you see this just fire in everyone's eyes. It's not it's not the kind that makes you want to punch, it's the kind that makes you want to scream, shout, and just cry. But it's that deeper fire, it's the fire that's going to keep you going. Badger, in your head right now, you're very much fuck the Empire, blow the Empire, kill the Empire. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're playing this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're playing this, and you're sort of like, I'm playing this because I know it's going to inspire me to kill. <laughs> yes, it's also very much driven by revenge. I would like to, uh, yeah. You've had things written up. You. Absolutely. This song resonates as well. Um, there are genuine Orns or hair Walking around the streets Like there's no fear Acting like I'm a part of my own script It's a dream not to feel like I am being ripped apart Being ripped apart One by one we're being ripped apart Being ripped apart Bloody mind and soul from the families that we never see Forced to hide, make it work And to never be free It's a life that we've all come to know Use not a speck, just a part of the show And we will change things One of these days we'll turn the tides on and you'll be ripped apart Ripped apart One by one you will be ripped apart 
I would like to try and uh, encourage Horace quietly to get up on stage, purely for the fact of uh, I want to be able to throw him into the crowd again. Okay. Um... Because it's not it's not an Oz Nemesis gig unless me or the king of the or the king of the pit has beaten up Horace. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Does not take much persuading. You beckon him onto the stage and he is well up for getting in front of everybody and there's like a wow! And that's sort of like and, uh, wanting to release his energy. The second he turns his back, I want to grab him by his belt buckle and his collar and let him just yeet him into the crowd. <laughs> Give me an athletics <laughs> check with advantage because he wasn't not expecting this and so he's almost assisting you as you do. He knows by now. Yeah. That's a natural 20. Oh, <laughs> good God. <laughs> I love Horace. Okay, this is the mood. Live. Horace. It's a natural 20 for, for a total of 26. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> I like oh, to reward natural Oh, 20s. actually, BTD is just redeemed, so now it is a 27. Just... <laughs> 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 So, for those who might be unfamiliar with the D and Five E rules, um, difficulty <laughs> classes are tend to be set from ability um, scores and ability um, checks. Um, Twenty tends to be a really difficult thing. Twenty five tends to be something that really only the best can do. Thirty is nearly impossible. So we're somewhere between that. Um, we see Horace launched by someone about his size, if not smaller. There is a crowd that is gathering underneath to start the, um, oh, what am I thinking? Crowd dive, essentially, to carry Horace. You fully miss them <laughs> and get all the way to the back as they prepare just in time to catch Horace, um, who lands in their arms, and there is just a, yes! As you have cleared the entire crowd um, with this, and they are turning to you and raising like, yeah! Uh, as you guys are finishing up this song with like a heavy, um, just a heavy chord that everybody's resonating with. On that natural 20, I'm going to reward you something more. You see Horace land, you see the people um, catch him and go, yeah! And you see Horace look up at you, you see just this big beaming smile of his just joy of being here. And you see that smile just turn immediately almost on the spot just sour and you see him climb his way down and walk out of the tunnel what 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 oh, no. um you the sound wow. goes the sound goes what have you done? quiet um and you see zebby walk onto the stage behind you to a huge applause once again uh <laughs> zebby for those who don't know red skinned Ragged hair, big red horned tiefling, um, who steps out, looks at the crowd, gives them a wink, and then beckons Rapid Riders um, to come backstage. Okay. Zebby! I'll pick up my sticks and come. <laughs> my Rapid Riders! How'd it go, man? 
Not bad at all. We managed to get a couple of uh, caravans down. Some of the stuff we took, it's on the way back down. We've got it in warehouses for now. But for the most part, we're just happy to see it burn. Nice. Nice. No injuries, though? All good? No, I sent a patched up uh, Yesley. I mean, she was going for it. Like, her drumsticks. I mean, I know she likes to keep them red with blood, but sometimes you just got to think the grip on those things is going to go flying. Must be the gloves. Must be. Uh, and you see the rest of Rapid Riders coming down the center. <laughs> it's like walking in, like a little bit like hair out of place. A, a dark skinned, blonde haired Asamar with glowing golden eyes, um, usually on the guitar tonight. Slightly covered in blood, mostly her hands where she's clearly been working on Yesley, who comes in with a brand new scar across the clavicle. Probably some accent bit him to bear, and she continued to rage through it. Um, full barbarian, not giving a single shit, man. Um, and walking behind them again with no note of any kind of expression on their face at any point comes by Master the Nasty, the bass player, um, the half orc, half dwarf, uh, with the heavy black rune stones of vengeance hanging in braids in their hair, and just shuffling in slowly behind everyone. Also, looks like they took some licks, but the, the red blood dripping from their axe means they got some back for what they took nice yeah wondering for my regular fist bumps to all of them yeah ones. regular fist bumps yes he just fucking goes for him it's like a hammering um but nasty just rich just like just casually raises a fist and sends just and just just gently bouncing in the corner the idea of them saying that they're gonna burn things just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, we had to take after you. After that barge went burning into the River Breno, I mean, it sort of became a trademark. Had to be. Fire of Rebellion, I love it. But um, I hate to interrupt your set. It's not, it's not something I do lightly. I mean, it's not something I would let you do to me, and let's be clear about that. This is not a meaning that you can do it to me in the future. We've had... Oh, tell him. And you see Senna steps forward. We've had a, a weird letter. We've had a weird letter. It's from Harlan's Rest. Or at least we think it is. It makes most sense to be from there. It came with a trader who was just behind the military caravan we attacked. And although they usually stay out of the way, one of the riders aboard came forward to deliver it. It says that there is a, another kind of rebel sect forming in Harlan's Rest, and that they would like for us to team up, so to speak. And um, you see Zebby takes over and goes, It's fucking happening! Real fucking rebellion! Oh, Not just. Yeah, resistance. Not just one city. <laughs> yeah, a real okay. resistance. Nice. Fire and Fenrion. It's it's happening. Fire and Fenrion. That be the name of our next out al- the next album. No, I claimed it. Wow. <laughs> Over my dead body. But <laughs> oh, that can be the name of our next album. That one. <laughs> yeah, that one. That's fine. I'm gonna write a song. No, 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 no. Good idea. It's it's risky because we don't 
No, it's signed off by uh, and Senna just looks left again. Signed off by someone. They refer to themselves as Harlings Harriers, which it's I mean, it's fucking cool awesome. It's a fucking it's awesome a, name. It's a pretty it's, cool name. It's pretty good. I like it, but it's exactly the kind of thing that somebody might make up to try and draw us out. It's it's yeah. It's, it's a risk. Trap. It's a risk, and we're doing well right now. Uh, and you're noticing now the dichotomy that has formed between Zebi, who is pumped for this, and Senna, who is being very cautious about this. Um, mm. We don't want to advance on this, which could be an amazing opportunity, without consulting. Well, we're not going to consult the whole crowd. We love them, but they're all pissed. We want. <laughs> we wanted to listen to you, though, because. You're as much of a fight as we are, and frankly, this rebellion would still be five people playing music underground if it weren't for you. What do you think? That's so sweet. I I understand that you know it could be a, a trap, but I think if we have the opportunity, we have to take it, man. We we can't let that that rebel sect like. Burn out, or you know, like like a flame, not bring out fuel. You know, they need our music to fuel them. We need to come together and make a bonfire, man. Yeah, Zebby was like, "Damn right!" Look, it's it's there's momentum. There's momentum behind this. I know I don't understand everything that goes on with all the nitty gritty of how the the fight has to be fought, but I understand fire. I understand rage and emotion. You got to keep it going. Yeah, yeah. Senna's right to. Be careful on this, but it's wow. definitely something we should look into. We just gotta look into it carefully. You know what I mean? Like, like observe from a distance before we actually meet them or the, or, or whatever they they, they want to do. Yeah, so, yes. exactly. I don't want to say that this isn't going to happen. I just need to say that we need to be careful. This is exactly the kind of trap the Empire likes to. Well, yeah, it is. I I don't know how much I've spoken about it in the past. I was raised as a a cleric of fucking Osman, and it wasn't until my eyes were opened that I knew better. But if you would ask me how they would set a trap for us, this isn't something I would have at the bottom of the list. Do you have the letter so I can look over it, like, and read it all around up? You have the letter with mm. you. Yep, she has it to you. She says, "Full well, your expertise in this situation." Yeah, uh, make an investigation check to look for signs of fraudulence, forgery, any sign that this is not the real deal. Uh, twenty-three. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> twenty-three. <laughs> uh, so casually. <laughs> <laughs> On the twenty-three goes, uh, you're looking sort of like, how would you go about this? First of all. Um, the ink, definitely Fenrian in nature, and it looks like it's made of some kind of charcoal mix, certainly not the fine inks that would be written by a high commander. If they're thinking really hard, they might think to use cheap ink, but that's a stretch. Uh, the parchment looks like it comes from, again, struggled resources. Um, I feel that. <laughs> yeah, potentially something like, yeah, this is, this is, this is like not written by someone who was like 
highfalutin general who had a plan and wrote this down. This was not written by some soldier who'd been given very orderly parchment um, and inks. So unless they were thinking incredibly hard about it, they wouldn't do all that. But the clincher is that there is a seal on there that is with a trading company, you know, that have managed to sneak, not sneak, but arrange enough that they are fully separate from the military and do not take military messages. Their seal would not be on here. Their seal would not be replicable. And the fact that whatever trade company took this to them, got it to them and had this seal on it, there's no way they would do that unless they had managed to steal one of these seals, have it be unreported, and that would be just a major political interdict um, if this trading company had their seal stolen um, by the by the military for this kind of thing. Just Your, keep it... Oh, sorry. Uh, every, even... every sign is pointing to genuine. Okay. Well, I was just going to say, if, I'll be looking at specific terminology, because it might mm. be genuine, well, genuine terms, but in case they accidentally slip in a slightly longer word that most of us wouldn't use, if that makes sense. That, that's way too posh for us to use, even me. Yeah. <laughs> With the same theme, that's not something that you notice there. Um, they are. It seems very genuine. Um, it sounds like Fen a lot of Fenrian shorthand, but um, certainly higher ups who come from sort of the main heartland of Colovia would not want to include, uh, or would or would typically include. Sorry, um, in their writings and their letters. Again, all signs point to genuine with this. Well, I'll say that I'll be like, I mean, looking over this, it seems by the books. It's nothing to be suspicious about what they've written here. I mean, even, even the trade logo here, it's not through military. It's a genuine trade unit. Okay. Well, that, that, that's a good sign. That seems good. Right. Okay. okay. These, these, these guys out? Or? I mean, uh, it says that they would prefer that we meet them. Um, obviously, that would mean traveling to Harlingrest in some capacity. And we would need this phrase, and she points to a letter, something that you've read, Axis. When barges burn, Harriers call. Oh. Ah. Good <laughs> phrase. I feel this is, um... It's, uh... Yeah. Are you taking it literally, or kind yeah. of behind it, it, it? It's, it's in there as a sort of a code that if you say that, um, they will recognise that yeah. you are representatives. Oh, you, obviously, you, you have to try and too. find one of their representatives, and you have to be fairly convinced that they are the right person. Right. Um, but if you say that, they will recognise. Oh, this is one of the members in the rebellion. Right. So, um, we but how much they know about whether you are what his nemesis is, what rapid riders are beyond the rebel group? Is unclear, but they clearly know that you are fighting here, and your efforts over the last month have been noticed. So also with the letter, because might as well thieves can't. Is there any sort of coding that might give their location, other than that, like more specific that they've hidden in it? There's a point in the DM where you go. There is oh, now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I didn't plan that, but there is now. <laughs> Um, you see uh, in 
you're trying to work it into sort of Thieves' Cant and how that would interpret it, and it doesn't seem quite right. And then you start looking at different angles, not quite right either. You hold it up to the light, and you see just slight alterations of letters uh, just on the back of the parchment. But when you hold it to the light, it shines through and makes a short message in Thieves' Cant. So it's not only hidden, it's hidden and then in Thieves' Cant. Um, on a 23 of your previous investigation and thinking of it, I'm quite happy that you get this. Um, there's instructions, but there is um, just the Harling's Rest. Um, and you um, see a tavern that says the Hill Inn. If I have the location, I, I would say this is definitely genuine. It looks, yeah, okay. Okay. Nice. Yeah, okay. We actually Come on! Come on! Guys, this is this is this is everything. This is everything that we have fought, bled, and some of us have died for. It's growing, man, it's growing. No. Uh got I got one question. Yeah. Where, Where are we gonna get a barge to burn? <laughs> Dude. Hello. Halbe. We don't have to get another one. No, how babe, we've already done that. <laughs> the letter. You have to cut, no, cut it calls to them. No, no, we've already done that. Yeah? Oh. Okay, babe? Oh, right, yeah, right, yeah. right, and, yeah. And, I, and you had to say, have to say it, and then they'll know it's us. I mean, I know. I mean, look at us, you know. Yeah. But yeah. sometimes, you know, you need to say things. Like yeah, if there's, any, if there's any peanuts or anything like that around, I'm just going to flick one square in his <laughs> <laughs> there's like a loose nut um from, like a nut and a bolt kind of thing um but um from the stuff that Splitlick has been working on and yeah doesn't recognize it no um, mostly for mostly for my own satisfaction just but dewey is sort of looking around as well yeah add a add a character here dm um <laughs> we uh like we, we we do this at night right but uh we we still we're still indentured so we still have the grueling day jobs and things like that so so dewey is like can you leave uh but but the but os nemesis they are they they're able to to go around uh, like they they don't have to 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 go and do the drudgery do they 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 don't yeah os nemesis seem to have essentially started living underground quite a long time ago um just depending on the crowds to get them Odd bits of food here or there that they can survive down here. Certainly, some members of a crowd have followed suit. Um, I believe Palite, Diana, um, and potentially Badger as well live almost exclusively down here. Zeke is slowly <laughs> transitioning to that state, if not already in that state, um, where they are just full rebels, spend all their time planning down here. And what's another missing indent up top? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Dun Dunstan's still still too scared to uh, just just run away for, from from He's Like, so, uh, does this mean I'm gonna I'm gonna have to just we 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 if we're gonna go up there, then then that's it. I'm gonna be uh, a, a missing indent, and they're gonna be uh, and looking. hey, babe, they're not going to care. I know, I know, but I mean, it'll probably take them like now a month till they realize that the garden you've been maintaining is a little overgrown. They won't even do that; they'll just stand another one. 
yeah, De- Dewey's like consternation. You'll you'll probably know from from talking to him isn't like, oh no, the owners of the mansion that I do the gardening for will be upset. It's it's our uh, gardener start looking shit. <laughs> they will send another it's one. Don't, your appreciation don't worry about of the garden. <laughs> they'll send another one. Well. Okay. Do you Dewey think they'll well, uh, let their garden overgrow? I don't think so. so Do we also? You would know that someone would know that you're missing. Hmm. Ominous. <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. Well, uh, what's the so what's so what's the plan then? How are we how are we going to go about doing this? Like arranging, arranging, yeah, arranging, arranging for the meat. Then, like, are we we just head out for this like as, as soon as or yeah? Send a like I've had six, no, seven ideas on how we could do this safely and carefully. And also at the same time, actually doing this. And just, there's excitement in her now, but we are going ahead with this kind of excitement. Okay. Um, she said, "Okay, so it could be it could be one of us, it could be multiple of us. Obviously, as a band, we like to perform together, so it'd be better if it's a whole band or part of a whole band rather than splitting and mixing. Um, it also makes more sense because then we would be working together. So that would be why I would say it's either Oz Nemesis." Or um, us, as um, obviously, I don't like to um, trade the colours. And Zebby steps forward and says, "We've been here longer. We built this from the ground. We appreciate what you're doing, but we're also we were here first. And Zebby says, "Yes, what Zebby said. Um, we feel like it would be more appropriate if we were the ones who met them, but at the same time." It would mean that we're not here, and that's not something a lot of us are comfortable with. Uh, and the eyes turn to Barnasta, uh, who looks around and says, I'm not leaving the listener. Right. It's like, so... I imagine it's like the second time we've ever heard him speak. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Um... Um, Zeke sort of steps forward. I mean, I burned it. He did. He did burn. He it. did do that. He yeah. did do that. Yes, we. Yes, that's true. Yeah, it was. Hmm. We were watching that. We burned it, but they want to see you. I don't know. We don't know. They just. We don't know if they know us as Oz Nemesis and Rapid Riders, or if they just know us as a rebel sect here, but are clearly making a difference. I can tell and... you this now that when we go there, they will certainly know our names <laughs> by the time oh. we leave. <laughs> I'm I'm counting on it. Um, it's just it's not clear the best way that we should be doing this. I I don't think the decision has to be made tonight at all. Um, there's I think only one decision that needs to be made tonight. Um, and I think it's important. And um, Dewey is steps forward. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, I yeah. I was just. As as a counter to like who does the meeting and stuff, it's like this all looks legit, but it still could be a very well planned, illegitimate thing. I, I, like I, I I trust taxes. I this is a person who knows their paperwork, but that they could they could realize how serious a threat we together are. 
So my thoughts are just in case we meet them first to make sure before you guys like meet them. Does, does, does that make sense? It does. Um, highlight? Yeah, but to echo your uh, statement before, man, I think you should stay in Benalicia. Mainly because if you're like the king of the castle, the, ca- the king should stay in his castle. You know what I mean? Like I'm on the, I like, and he like grabs his shoulder and just like rips down like his shirt just comes like it's like rip away kind of a thing. And he turns oh, around, showing the really? giant Osmen Osmen yeah. circle, and the thing. I'm on board. If you go down, we're going down too. It's it's best to keep you guys safe, but you know also mm. in the fight. You know what I mean? Anybody else unable to pay attention once he tore his shirt off? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Babe, oh, babe. Come on, man. <laughs> he goes into his bag, and he have you see in his bag, he has ten rolls of shirts. <laughs> yeah, I, have it in my shirts. I have it in my cab. I have it in my cab. He has ten shirts. Brilliant. <laughs> oh, but he puts on new ones. We, we can't just stop. We, we can't just keep mending these things, you know. It's just ugh. sorry. Wow. So, I can't. There's nothing tailor made, you know. It's so small. I can't yeah, really um... get them off when I put them on. <laughs> well, don't rip them. <laughs> don't rip them off. I can't. I'll, I'll stitch them back together for you. Thanks, <laughs> man. That was so creepy. <laughs> well, he's just trying to be nice. He's good. He's a good. My Mohawk brother. <laughs> I just, I just kind of look at Zeke like, what? Okay. So cool. I've got to be honest. I, I kind, I kind of lost thirty seconds of time there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. Keeping count of all the stock, I am marking that down. You got ten shirts, mm-hmm. and I'll yeah. keep track. <laughs> I used to have eleven. He's got nine but now. It's there, it's there now. <laughs> but um, Badger, what do you think? You're you know you're a member of the band. You know you share all the same blood. Like, what do you think about leaving Venomous? Yeah. I mean. Um... Yeah, no. I mean, I've been here for I don't know how long, but fuck it, man. You high? Yeah, fuck I it. Know. I'm not high. I'm just fucking. I don't know. Let's just do it. Let's go. Let's go. And Senna says, "Okay, fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, fuck it." Yes, he goes. Yeah, fuck it. And starts like slamming on the walls. Um, I join her. Stop punching each other, doing you nearly nothing. I am not healing you again tonight. <laughs> Diana, do you have any say? I think, I think it's fairly decided at this point. I mean, I, I can. I can sing and I can preach wherever you want me. It's fine. All right, then. Rapid Riders on tour. Rapid, Rapid Riders on tour! <laughs> Zebby just fucking... A single tear. <laughs> I'm so proud of you, my babies. My babies, I love you. <laughs> and so he goes, well, that just leaves the most important decision for tonight. Are we playing next or are you? How about to honor our leaving, we play together? Bro. Zebby just like the tear stops down my eye, but I just I flare <laughs> with this sort of orange red fire. Battle of the Lands. 
He grabs um, his Formatostone mic and starts moving, and Senna just rushes to her guitar. Uh, <laughs> you see as um, Yesley rushes to her drum set, which is essentially built inside of a cage so that she can't <laughs> roll it <laughs> as she's playing it. Um, and Barnasta shuffles over to his bass, and like, he's still he's still got his bass axe as he shuffles onto the stage, beating all of them because he just walks directly there. Um, uh, and you guys join either side of the stage and just begin rocking out as the crowd. You you've heard them go wild. You've never heard them go silent as they see Oz Nemesis and the Rapid Riders playing for the first time together. And Zebby says, are you ready for a battle of the bands? They're just, oh, just roaring through. How they could not hear this in the city above you, you'll never know. Uh, some miracle of a rebellion um, that is keeping you going. Um, as I'm going to ask anybody performing on stage or wishing to contribute in some way, oh, no. uh, we're going to make this group either a performance check um, or some way that you wish to assist. Um, as I am going to roll Oz Nemesis's Oz Nemesis's Oz Nemesis's um, rolls in secret. Um, uh, who wishes to contribute first and tell me how you're doing it? Um, ooh, everybody. Uh, let's start yeah. with our newest player, if that is okay with everybody. What does Badger do? Uh, I mean, what else is there to do? Uh, I rolled an 18 plus 1 on performance, so we're doing 19 here, bitch. We're going nice. all in. Nineteen <laughs> drums. You uh, and, I would say you and Yesley pretty much match the noise, and she is just a raging barbarian, like hammering everything <laughs> in sight, and you just have the precision and the, the skill of, like, I know exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> you have the but it's for charisma as well. She is slamming, she is making noise, she's just about keeping a rhythm to it, whereas you have the exact timings down to a T. You are in some ways lucky with the 18 adding to the 1, but in a lot of other ways, it's just your skill coming through. Um, right, who else have we who wants to go next? I think uh, Halite got their finger up first. So, how tall is the ceiling here? Uh, the ceiling in here is about 30 foot high. It is tall enough. So Halite <laughs> is going to step behind everyone, and then there's going to be like a bum, 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 as he hits his guitar. And then as he's doing that, he's going to grow and grow and grow to 16 feet tall and just trying to be all-encompassing. I'm trying to intimidate Oz Nemesis into being quieter. <laughs> okay, make an intimidation check um, as part of your contribution to this group role. I am, I didn't say it before, strategically. No, I forgot. I am a Rune Knight fighter. So I can just grow, I can become a in a large creature. Um, so, thanks to my Rune Knight fighter, I have you, uh, a bardic inspiration. But I have I have um, advantage on this because of my rune knight feature. On intimidation, um, on frost. Yeah, but you you hear like a almost like a squeaky creak 
as ice comes down the axe and nearly bends the metal. You just hear this squeak as you're roaring up in size, um, as you are just creating this sort of harsh tone uh, that is just squeaking and squealing, just full punk rock above everybody else. Uh, make your intimidation check with advantage. Senna is the lead singer, not lead singer, is the lead guitarist of uh, Oz Nemesis, so she is going to try and compete with you. Uh, that is a 22. No, she does not do better than you. <laughs> That's two points, <laughs> two points of a rapid riders um, as uh, just like towering over Senna, realizing she's lost and the sound is almost drowned out. She just plays a, like, almost like a complimentary set of chords, like da, 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 and she's just like joining after you, accepting her defeat in the situation. Um, who would be next? I think we had Dinah's hand up there. Well, we've got Dinah, and then we're going to come to taxes straight after. Cool. I, I would like to perform, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Sing the lead. You and Zebby are both, uh, you're taking the other, like, verse from each other. Um, yeah. as yeah, I think it only makes sense that you're playing, like, the, you're playing your own variations and styles on the most popular song, which was Lesser Than You. It's a real, like, call to arms of, like, how can you think that we are second class citizens? What is it? It's the horns, it's the skin, it's the ears, what is it? Um, and yeah, you are just taking turns, like, playing this sort of few couple of verses of the songs and who can deliver the lines better you know he's fucking good and this is everything he is about um, he but is please good. make a performance check I know if I'm, I plus one to the roll from bgz yeah thank you very much nice. i needed it uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay uh maths phones beauty of technology. 14 <laughs> with a plus one. Thank you, Nick. 14 with a plus one. Sometimes as a DM, just brilliant things happen. Um, you see that he, he wrote this song, but at the same time, you are adding a twist to it, which is like throwing him off as well as the fact that his, <laughs> his dream is happening, rebellion is happening. Um, and you match each other, and there's a point where you realise we are singing this completely equally as well. As each other, I and you start just like throwing into each other's chords and like sliding onto the stage and just complimenting each other, throwing in the extra sort of shouty lines behind each other. It is a draw between you and us. Uh, and, one. and I would like to. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. I would like to give Bardic inspiration. I'm sure. I'm sure somebody's inspired by this. Uh, to Zeke. Cool. I um, don't know what you're going to do, but use it. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> Taxes. So I can't play but what I can do is back backstage stuff. I wonder if there's any lighting systems, maybe magic, that I can help. Like, I can't do magic, but I want to help direct lights in certain places to flash up the stage at certain times of the and stuff like that. Yeah, I will say, make this a perception check to go, okay, we need this light here, aim, this light here, aim, this is where this one's going to be most effective. Uh, and just constantly moving them to where the like tracking the band in perfect unison at once, so that the lights are always on them. So that's sixteen. Sixteen. Um, you're definitely competing with the Rebel Roadie on this one, who is trying to do the same thing for his band. <laughs> yeah, you definitely beat him. <laughs> As um, uh, there's there's times where, but like Zebby is just doing these power slides, and 
Splitlick just cannot keep up. <laughs> um, but no matter what your team do, um, Rapid Riders are always in the spotlight. Uh, that is another victory for the Rapid Riders in the Battle of the Bands. Um, who wants to go next out of Zeke and Dewey? I'm gonna... So, so, so go mine is something. Mine is something completely different. So <laughs> mine is going to be a different scene completely. So okay, we'll go with um, Dewey then. Right. Well, you know, sometimes Dewey. Well, Dewey tends to, uh, you know, tell the girls that he's part of the band, but he's not. But <laughs> occasionally, when things like this happen, there's, uh, you know, there's always a, you know, a, t- a, tamb- a, 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 tam- a tambourine uh, around. So. You know, so they kind of let him do that because it doesn't really sound that loud over the thematostones, but it makes him, you know, feel like he's he's a part of something. So so he's gonna he's gonna get that fucking hard rock tambourine. And hard gonna, rock tambourine. And he's, gonna, and he's gonna be oh, am I too old to say bears from the yeah, from every month? <laughs> you know, he's part of the band. Just because he's there on stage, kind of. Go yeah. for it. Give, give me a that's, performance check. That's what he's going to do. Come on, dude. Come on, dude. What's Come it going to be? What's it going to be? It's a that's what, 15. 15. Uh, you it's see, <laughs> it's not bad at all. Um, <laughs> however, Banasta Nasty sees what you're doing, and like on every sort of like shake of a tambourine, he just strums a heavy bass chord, so it just powers over it a little bit. Oh. Um, eventually, once he's like, clearly got the lead of it um he does it like a beat afterwards so it's like a no a beat before it's just like a dum, tsh, dum, tsh, dum, tsh, dum, tsh. um uh but on this one i was nemesis and this one um they take a little bit of lead um, <laughs> like it was good and it didn't alter the sound in any way it worked with everything that everyone was doing um on that one though Barnaster just shows his Strength as a bass player. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna highlight something that's just been said in our Twitch chat. Jen Stevens <laughs> has just said, quite literally, Dewey gets all the girls because uh, he gets all the birds because because he has a sword. Sword birds. birds. Yeah. yeah, that tambourine oh, works, works some that. magic. <laughs> um, and last but not least, what's Zeke doing? Uh, Zeke is leaving. Zeke is going to go try and find Horus. <laughs> okay. Um, how do you wish to try and do this? Are you, are you trying to stealth through the crowd? I would make this because the crowd are right between you and the main tunnels. I, I don't need to. I count as a size smaller so I can get through people's spaces. Yes, you do. I'm going to make you uh, or ask you to make an athletics check because yep. Uh, I'm going to ask you to do it in advantage because you are sneaking through legs of people who are not paying any attention to you. They are they are just... Uh, that is a 19. That is a 19. Okay. You sneak, you jump from a crowd, you surf for a little bit, get underneath people's legs and just sprint to the back um, and look towards those tunnels. There is a good like 20 foot gap between the back of a crowd and where these tunnels start up. And one thing you immediately clock, nobody's watching the tunnels. The second thing you clock is down the tunnel you saw Horace go, you see a face that you do not recognize. 
you see an orc face with a big indent wedge and empire regalia on their body. Dragged up behind them, you see Horace. And with the sound of the crowd, with all of it in your ears, you hear him mouth something, but you do not know what it is, as the sound of metal on metal, plate armor, chain begins rushing down the tunnels. The Narcs are here to kill a goddamn gig. Osman's come knocking. As the battle of the bands draws to a conclusion, Rapid Riders decisively taking a victory. Ah. Uh, are you entertained? Half Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> half gnome, half dwarf has snuck to the back where he saw Horace, the flyer distributor, uh, disappear with a look of a look of uh, very strange on my face, is how I would put it. Um, and now sees that same Horace being dragged by an indent soldier down the tunnel to a sound, increasing sound of many metallic footfalls as the Empire's army approaches. We are going to roll the first initiative of this campaign, ladies Woo! and gentlemen. Uh, I two of these. Oh, that's definitely the Empire Dice. <laughs> okay. I, I like to think the only reason we were almost winning against Oz Nemesis is because they were drained of blood before they came here. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Uh, I am going to use the nice red. Fire of Rebellion, uh, Dice for his nemesis. And I'm going to use the very imperial black and white dice for the Empire on most rolls is the plan. Um, but let's go into initiative order. Um, I mean, Zeke's initiative order. 16. 16. Doing. 19. 19. Nice. Uh, Badger. For the first time in my life, a natural 20, but it doesn't count. But uh, So, plus one, so 21 total. Woo! Yes! <laughs> Second 20 of the campaign? Yes. Nice. nice. The one. Highlight. Nine. More nice. <laughs> uh, Diana. Uh, I can't believe that with a 15, I am this low on the initiative. And taxes. Uh, 17. Yeah, see, 17. second. Holy shit, that's wrong rolls. That's some good numbers there. Yes. Wrong rolls. Um, as I put them into order with the um, well, initiative being a word, with the initiative of getting to the tunnels and seeing this, um, Zeke is going to have one surprise round. Obviously, not a surprise round, a round where everybody else is surprised. They act, um, and then we'll go into the normal initiative order, essentially. Um, Zeke. Cool. What are you doing? How, how tall is the small tunnel that they've walked, or they're about to walk down? You see it's about, it's somewhere between three, three and a half tall. The whole point of these tunnels, which if you want a halfling yeah. or halfling size, you have to really stoop and crawl to get through. Cool. Uh, and how far away is this orc? About, at this me. point, about 15 foot from Cool. Uh, so I am going to uh, grab and light a Molotov immediately. Uh, the way that uh, Alchemist Fire works, it is a air vent. 
so I am going to toss it about seven and a half feet away from me, which would then cover the entire 15 foot between me and him. Yep. Um, and I am going to attempt to do two things. With it. I am basically trying to set up a signal flare for everyone behind me by making this massive amount of light and slow them down. Okay. There is so. just an eruption of flame and it bursts a huge wave of heat past you, burning past your red hair. It's a familiar sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, I am just full tilt going straight back to the frame of the tunnel mm-hmm. because I want to stand there and stop anyone coming through before until I know that everyone in the crowd and the band are starting to move. Okay. Very nice first move. Um, as we come to the top of the initiative, you guys, everybody on the band, everybody backstage looking in that direction, as opposed to the crowd who are looking towards the stage and are still making a huge amount of noise where you can all barely hear each other. You guys see this burst of flame. You see Zeke standing in the way and you see that they are turning into a drunken fighting pose as though they are about to and we are top of the round with Badger. Why did I roll so high? <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> this was not in, in my calculations. Uh, may I hold my turn? You absolutely may hold your turn. You hold your action. Uh, yes. You, that's, so there are two options for this kind of thing in Dungeons & Dragons. You can either hold your action so that you are um, using your reaction later to take an action, or you can drop yourself from the initiative permanently and tell me where you re-enter. It just means every round you will be at that same lower point, um, but it means you get to use your full action bonus action movement rather than just your action when the held reaction. It means that permanently lower initiative, but from that first time you get to use it, it's better. Because you are a uh, sort of newer player and uh, um, to my games and might not know that you have that option, I'm going to let you tell me what you did in this scenario, just for this first fight, um, rather than asking, demanding that you choose one or the other right now. But we will come back to you as we come back. I know it's quite, I'm being quite lenient there, but I want to be merciful at the end because I'm about to not be. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I am well aware. (laughs) I can't wait. As we come to the next in the initiative, which is doing. Oh, great. Right. Um, okay, so uh, we are like I'm on the, I'm on the stage. There's the crowd, and then Zeke at the back, and then there's how much fire? Uh, there is a, a a huge burst of fire that initially is just running up and then boils down. You don't know it's it's not going to last forever, and you recognise that's one of Zeke's cocktails. You have seen yeah. that go off before? Definitely. Yeah. Sometimes while um, he's drinking it. Um. <laughs> Yeah, we're okay. still not sure if this is a fight or if he's just drinking. <laughs> do I do do I know what's like? How much do I know about what's happening? Can I see armor? Can I gauge that we're about to be sprung? Make a perception check at disadvantage because they're still in the tunnels and there is a huge auditory block at the moment with the sound of a crowd. Uh, Os Nemesis was still playing, not quite sure what's going on. Is uh, that? Are we not rolling that real is... dice? Oh my god. I mean, that's good, but are you not rolling real dice? 
I, I didn't there. I, I rolled twice on roll 20. I mean, if you are uh, not on roll 20, oh, on, uh, on uh, Yeah, that is. And did you see the two numbers that I it's rolled? It's insane. The first one was 26, the second one was 28. That's 23. I'm I'm really sorry I didn't roll you, but like I'll, I'll get I'll get to you later, right? Um, well, you don't pull those kinds of numbers. Disadvantage, you get a 26, which as we discussed before, is reaching the near impossible, but not quite there. Um, but it is not nearly impossible. It's certainly very hard as you strain and you see just in the shadows of a fire that is cast um, that Zeke has blocked something. And there's this strange back noise, this sort of, just not the music, not the crowd, there's something right in the back there of, it's metallic and it's not like a steady beaten rhythm. It's just clumping of feet and you clock in that moment that it's coming from, not just the tunnel that Zeke is standing at, but all the tunnels behind the crowd. Can I, can I add one little addendum to that in the, the fact that I've got my swarm that uh, was supposed to alert me if things like this were going to happen. Uh, and the idea is that when the band are playing, because they can't tweet and tell me what their tweets yeah. are saying. You, you look around and suddenly they, notice. They would, land on my, yeah, they would land on my shoulder and like peck at the side of me. Basically, as I'm staring, I see the glint of metal and one sparrow flies directly into the center of my face. Yeah. Just, ah! It flies <laughs> um, directly into your face, how... having ripped off an Empire soldier medallion and just throwing it into your face. How how far away is the other side of the fire? So we're going to establish say? this. We're going to say that from the, the front of the stage, and you're maybe five, but you're basically at the front of the stage. And no, you you were a tambourine. You're about five foot back from the front of the stage. Five foot, maybe five yeah. to ten feet. Yeah. Front of the stage, and we've got a further thirty foot where the crowd are basically occupying all of that space. It'll be difficult terrain to move through them until they disperse. Then we have an extra 20 feet to reach those sort of back tunnels in that wall, the tunnels where they're coming through. And then it's another 15 foot down that tunnel um, that you can see the fire is burning. So Zeke is about, with you sort of mid-stage, he's about 55 feet from you. And then you gather that if he didn't hit them and they're beyond the other side of that Molotov cocktail, um, they are 70 feet away from you. And 70 so, feet, okay. Okay, but it's... The people. 70 oh. feet away from you, about 65 foot away from the very front of the stage. 65, Ooh, right. And it's like crowd surfing is, is basically difficult oh, yeah. terrain, yeah? I very, think very good I, I think I, hold on, hold on. I was gonna do it's the very same. Good question. So mean. <laughs> because if no, you can make not. a persuasion check, <laughs> you can crowd surf, and oh. the crowd can get you to the other side. Okay, of the dice. Book, okay, dice. Essentially, using their reaction to move yeah. you across. The DC for this is fifteen because of you. You people have stopped playing or aren't playing as much. They're confused about what's going on. If you run up. Yeah, is... you're, you are playing, but there's definitely like a strangeness to them watching you guys on stage. So the DC is 15 for a pers uh, persuasion check. Mm. I'll let this be an intimidation or a performance check as well. I do, he can't intimidate. Um, uh, 
The yeah, I introduce you guys to a classic thing that seems to happen to me a lot. Oh no! I rolled. I got a twelve. Twelve. <laughs> I don't understand how this happens, but I seem to roll like not just roll a twelve, but also get it add up to a twelve a lot. But okay. yeah, I got twelve on that. So, so you so. run towards the crowd, making it clear that you're about to go, and this is in the middle of a set, and you were playing. They're confused. And some of them might try and get their hands up, but they're not reacting in time. I, and I, I, <laughs> I, I just play tambourine. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. uh, what I basically, I've got, I've got twenty foot, uh, twenty five foot of movement. What I need is to be able to get sixty foot range for a spell. Basically, is is that is that is the plan? Okay. You're small. You're small, right? Oh yes, uh, yes. That is that is one of the then, bits that I yeah. that I have. But would that hamper me being able to see to fire off a spell uh, in amongst the crowd? Distance? Being small means you can't really see past them. It's like a essentially densely packed forest of people. But if you, I, I'm not sure if you have the halfling trait because of the. Um, I, I, obviously, as people um, should know, when people take um, half one makes half the other, there is a mixture of traits. Not every single half um, and half is exactly the same. Um, there is a mixture of the traits of both races, and it's a player's choice that they, they can choose as long as it is equal. Yeah. I, despite people were quite confused about the fact that I took the halfling nimbleness over the the duel use of magic spells, um, I did. <laughs> I, I am I am nippy. Yes, so you are, I will rule that you are able to move through the crowd as though it were normal terrain. Sweet. Then I, hopefully that would, the plan is, uh, well, it's, it's what I'm, do, it's what I'm doing. Uh, I am casting web, um, which ah, is, is it. a new thing that I've got. Um, I'm not quite sure how it mixes in it. Basically, it's one of those things where Swarm Lord is mostly based on bugs and stuff. So maybe I just, I don't know, strategically get all my swarm of birds to poop at the same time. I'm not really <laughs> sure quite how I can thematically fit that in. But you conjure a mass of thick, sticky webbing at a point of your choice within range. It fills a 20-foot cube from that point for the duration. Because So I want it on the other side of that, uh, you know, on the other side of that webbing, okay. uh, of the fire, sorry. The fire. Uh, and each each creature that starts its turn in the web or enters them during its turn must make a dex save. If you fail, uh, they're restrained. Mm -hmm. um, Can you read that last part of that spell for me as well, please? Uh, a creature... Uh, right. If the webs aren't anchored, it depends on. I don't know how wide that tunnel is. Uh, is the if the webs aren't anchored between two solid masses such as walls or trees, uh, or layered across the floor, wall, or ceiling, the conjured web collapses on itself, and the spell ends at the start of your next turn. Um, over a flat surface, it has a depth of five feet. Okay. Each creature, uh, each creature that starts its turn in the webs. Or that enters them during its turn must make a deck save. It's okay. I, I, I'm fairly familiar with the spell. The point that I was looking at is that the webs are flammable. Any five Which foot is cube why of... <laughs> I wanted to make sure it missed. 
Did I yes. have the range? Um, you, if you make it there, what is your movement speed? It's twenty-five foot. Twenty-five foot. If I'm being nice and say you didn't land prone, which I think on a twelve you wouldn't land prone. Uh, you get five twenty, so you are ten, thirty, forty-five foot away from the other side. Six, so you can cast sixty it foot, sixty just foot about range. on the other side of there. You're sort of peeking through people, looking through the fire from the other side of Zeke, and you cast it on the other side. You think it's close, but far enough away from the flames that it is going to do the job and not catch on fire. Whew, okay. Yeah, I'll wait to, to cast it. Nice. <laughs> Any bonus action? Uh, every other uh, bonus actions are usually... Taxes be thinking of what you're going to do because you're next. Uh, other than that, I will then, yes, I I will. I don't, I don't know if I would have my weapons on me. Would we have weapons? Would I have my short swords mm-hmm. on me for this? I'm going to say that you perform with your weapons on. I don't see any reason why you wouldn't. I do. I got my uh, flute. In that case, I will kind of like uh, underhand draw my short swords from that and just, and they won't hear me because of the noise of the thing, but I, I, I will then, uh, I will then look up at the nearest people and be like, it's the man. There's a couple, like you say it loud enough that a couple of people look up and look behind, and the very back of the crowd is starting to catch a little of what's going on. Um, but it's still very early days, and the crowd are very much paying attention to the performing bands as we come to taxes. I have two options of what to do. The one depends very much on the environment we're in. So, are there escape tunnels either side, or is it just the one tunnel at the back? You, uh, there are escape tunnels not quite on the directional. Um, it's mostly, you know, the, the backstage is probably the largest escape tunnel, but you can get the most people back the fastest. Um, and you're not sure. You can see some of what's going on, but um, people are casting spells and casting fire down one tunnel. So you don't know if it's every tunnel. You don't know if it's backstage as well. It's difficult to say at this point. Something's happening, you're beginning to clock on oh shit, the empire's here. gonna make everyone leave and then we'll be able to crowd surf. <laughs> oh no! Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the information I'll give you essentially. Okay, is there like an alarm system, like a fire alarm that I can pull or something? Like, not like in modern times, but like something Make me. This is going to be, this is sort of a memory check, so I'm going to call it Intelligence Check DC. Happened a month ago, so I'm going to call it a DC. That's a natural 20. This is a 20. Oh, <laughs> nice. Three. Three. I told quickly. you. You Three. know <laughs> the plan for when this happened, or if it's like, people usually catch this early. The plan um, was to throw, uh, oh, my mind's going to be like, um, throw a device created by Splitlick that casts an area of silence around it to quiet the crowd and nothing can get a message across to them. It's called Project Something, and my mind has gone completely blank about what Project it was. Buzzkill. Project Buzzkill. Project Buzzkill, thank you very much. Um, and on a natural 20, you know exactly where they are, and you think you pick one up and throw one this round. I mean, yeah, so I'll literally pick it up and lob it. Yeah, you... you Pirouette off the back of the sort of the lighting rig, sort of grab one in the same sort of 
landing pose and throw it, twisting this sort of egg timer-like shape as it lands amongst the crowd. You sort of like, ah, just becomes, ah. <laughs> Do you say anything in that moment? Yeah, step out on the stage. Like, like people, back it up. we got to get out. Empire's here. Fuck off. Come on. Let's go. Keep going. <laughs> people start coming up onto the stage. Fantastic turn. Any bonus action? Uh, that'll be it. <laughs> cool. Um, Zeke, yeah, you can hear the crowd has just gone quiet. There's so much like, stuff planned. Performance is to go fucking. So nonchalant. <laughs> that's, a, that's what a natural 20 will get you. <laughs> Damn it. Um, okay. Next um, in the order is Zeke with Diana up after. Oh, great. So you said that there was a other tunnels, right? Mm-hmm. How many other tunnels? From where you can see and look around you, you can see about four other ones, making five in total, leading into this sort of area behind the crowd. And which way are the crowd going? The crowd are going onto the stage and backstage at the request of taxis. Okay. As a sort of sixth exit, larger exit tunnel. And how much distance is there between each of the tunnels? It varies wildly. This place wasn't built as a stage. This place was built as if halflings needed to escape somewhere um, or just mm-hmm. needed to hang out underneath the city for some time from all the people above. Um, from your tunnel, the closest one is about 15 foot along. The furthest one away from you is maybe 100 feet. Oh, okay. Um... How many tunnels can I cover with this fire? As in, if I was to put it into the area that we're in, because they technically have a fifteen foot circumference when they when they splash. Okay. You so think you I, could I, only I, cover one tunnel at a time with the alchemist's fire? Okay. Question. Okay. That that that's essentially what I'm trying to establish. Um, in that case, I am going to begin backing up. Okay. And I am going to throw another Molotov into one of the tunnels that is nearest to the crowd. Essentially, try. Essentially, I am trying to keep them as f- away from the crowd for as long as I possibly can, so they can start getting out of here. Okay. Um, make me an attack roll to aim it to try and get it right in the mouth of the yep. tunnel. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. It's an 11. 11. That's a fine. A inspiration. Oh, yes, I do. I did get that in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Loud. Don't know how, do not know how I roll that on here, but uh, uh, I'll roll it. I'll roll it easily. Yeah, just roll it. Oh, no, nice. I was trying to do it through. Uh, oh, trying okay. to do it through D&D Beyond. Uh, that's a one. <laughs> <laughs> that's a twelve. Wow. That is a, no, this is a, yeah, a stationary mouth of a cave, but not my thing. Um, yeah. like too far away from you. You toss it and you cover like the front of it. You think there's a small passage, but like the ability to like sprint towards the crowd is blocked off. They would have to sort of circumnavigate mm. um what you have created there. Cool. And then I am just going to go into a reactive stance. Um, essentially 
getting it as physically low as I possibly can. But still very much in drunken style. Just Basically, I'm going to try and make myself look like just an arsonist. Just like some crazy git with, with, with fire. Rather than someone who's actually going to break their legs when they turn up. Okay. So, so I'm going to basically, as I'm doing it, kind of do the whole stumble and fall, but get myself like just back up properly drunk and mastering it. Okay. Um, next in the order is Diana. Cool. Uh, I can I see someone yet? You cannot yet. Yeah, they have not acted enough. They, they haven't had a okay. turn yet. Uh, cool. It doesn't have to emerge. Um, so, in that case, I would like to hold my reaction, hold my action mm-hmm. until I see someone. Okay. And then I would like to do some things. If cool. That's okay. Um. Actually, can you hold a bonus action? No, unfortunately not. Yeah. That would be the advantage of moving your initiative down versus um. Holding your action just for that one turn. If I move, can I see someone? You would have to have... You do have dark vision. You would have to be... What's your dark vision range? 30 foot, and I got 30 foot movement. Yeah, so you're on the stage at the moment. It would take you 30 foot to get to the other side of the crowd, and they would then be at the very shortest 45 foot away from you. So I don't believe so unless you dashed, then you might be able to get close enough to see them. It's a weird theater of mind thing, but... Um, I mean, I don't know if this is possible, but I was going to crowd surf for them to help me That get is there. an option. I'm going to say it's slightly harder because the panicking is setting okay, in. that's fine. Uh, I'm going to set the DC to 18 to convince them that you are needing a crowd surf right now. The minimum I can get panicking. is 19. Yeah. So... <laughs> the minimum you can get is 19. Yeah. I have a thing. Uh, yeah. Reliable talent. I can't roll less than a 10, and I've got mm-hmm. plus 9, so. I, Please uh, roll just in case there's an at 1. Please do roll. But it's also I, I know on ability checks, it's not going to cause you to fail, but it is going to cause some, some fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, Um. so I will. I want to take my guitar with me. Can we do that? Is that a thing? Ooh, yeah, know. you just dive. Just dive in and hopefully back, not hit anyone. Um, <laughs> back, you've got to look upside down. Just like hold it on my chest and just go for it. I don't know. Um, okay, yeah, I'll take. I'll, um, is it a free action just to swap guitars? I really want my, my main guitar. Yeah. Object interaction, I'll say it's on the stage. You just quickly grab the uh, guitar I'll you want. Get my main guitar. And then I will um, be like, uh, help the course. And then I'll be like, crowd surf. Yeah. <laughs> um, roll it just in case you get a nap one of some kind. Just of some kind? Of, the of, many s- kinds of, of some kind. I mean, there is two kinds of nat ones with us. so That's true. Okay, cool. So it's not a one, which is great. It is a five, but I have a thing that is called... Uh, <laughs> It is called reliable talent. Getting people to adore and listen to you. Well, is it's, it's you silver can do tongue, reliably. so it's persuasion. Uh, oh. Persuasion roll of anything roll below a nine, you can count it as a ten. So I got a nineteen. 
That's as an eloquence bard, you pirouette and you catch people's attentions enough that they grab you and then use essentially their reaction to move to you um, along the 30 feet that they have. Um, for anybody who's sort of old school D&D and knows about the peasant cannon, or commoner cannon <laughs> as it is known. I've heard of um, yeah. <laughs> um, Think of it like that. They are prepared and ready. They move you along the top of them. Um, and you reach a point where with only about five foot of movement having been spent, you have traveled 35 feet and you're now 20 foot from the sort of the walls and 35 foot from where the enemies are starting to emerge. So with another five foot of movement, you have 20 foot left and now you can see. Okay, well, I will use the movement I have left and... Well, I want to. I want to. I just want to. I want to see somebody. That's what yeah, I want. you you step forward more. You see, one is burning and webs behind it. You see, one is burning sort of most of the entrance to the front. There are three others, and down them you see. Um, you immediately clock there. There's a elf, very clear indent mark, but empire regalia. A, a halfling, or some kind of halfling, half human. Right. It's difficult to say. Again, uh, indent mark, empire regalia, brushing down. I would like to pick a particularly big-looking person. Uh, I'll, well, you can see that there's all behind me up one, but let's say that there's a half Goliath, half yeah, that elf one. running down. <laughs> that um, big boy there. Yeah. There's another uh, half Goliath? Half Goliath, half elf, it would seem. Oh, no. Not as big as you, don't worry. Don't worry, you're 16 foot tall right I now. Found, okay. I found my target. That's all I'm saying. Okay, so as my all of this happened in less than six seconds, obviously, and then in my with my bonus action, then I would like to ah, uh, where is it? Unsettle somebody. Okay. As a bonus action, you can spend expend one use of your bardic inspiration. Choose a creature you can see within sixty foot. Uh, roll. Roll a bardic inspiration dice. Actually, one d eight. Oopsies. Uh, the creature must subtract the number rolled from the next saving throw it makes before the start of its next turn. Okay. So I will write down that the um, life elf. Uh, you could just roll it because next I'm gonna do a thing. Okay. Uh, well, I'll roll it as we make. I'll roll it as we make for save. Cool. Uh, then I would like to cast enemies abound. Reach into the mind of one creature you see and force it to make an intelligence saving throw. Mm. A creature automatically succeeds if it moves or being frightened. On a failed save, the target loses the ability to distinguish fiend from. Sorry, friend from foe. Mm-hmm. Regarding all creatures it can see as enemies until the spell ends. These guys have a base intelligence of... I'm not going to tell you. Cool. What's your DC? Oh, good question. Uh, 14. And roll, okay. um, please roll that D8 to a minus. Cool. <laughs> So 15 minus a 1. Oh, okay. oh. Uh, Why do I bother? <laughs> is plus 0. 
That's very unlucky for you, unfortunately. You see the spell take hold. You see them unsettled and begin to turn around and then just snap their head back to reality and just look towards you. Um, I'm going to die now. And you you. just hear a shout of, (laughs) the enemy has spellcasters. Great. Oh, yeah. Um, As a sudden snap back to your, oh, yeah, spellcasting and spellcasters, extremely illegal in the empire. Very much... Uh, kill first, ask questions later. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm well aware that I'm going to be killed first. So, um, was, As we come... It was to... one shot or die, and I'm going to die. <laughs> as we come to the baddies! The baddies turn um, as the Empire soldiers. Three uh, of these tunnels are free, uh, and you see these Empire soldiers dash forward. Um, they do not have enough movement to close with the crowd without dashing, or at least the back of a crowd. Um, but you see one after the other, they are using their movement and dash to move into this place. Some of them that aren't closing, like the first few, use their dash to get level with the crowd and begin sort of, as in Bovey are going to make an attack on the next turn. Other ones um, come in just behind with um, like crossbows and begin leveling them and just Again, everybody be aware, and we have a system here where you can X card if things are getting too, um, essentially just something you don't want to be hearing, don't want to know game, but they do begin firing recklessly into the crowd, um, who are beginning to try and panic to run onto the stage and out the back and exit. Um, yes, I have are... a point. I have a point ahead, for is that are they coming from all of the tunnels or the one with the web and the fire? Good question. The ones without the web and fire, they are running straight down. Right. Um, the the um, Goliath elf is running directly towards you, um, Diana, rather than towards the crowd. Uh, and you see that there is one individual who's coming with them as well. Um, they look to be just a full-blooded elf. Um, the ones with the fire we'll address in a moment because you had a question, Ben? Um, I would like to grab one of the projectiles out of the air and throw it at this Goliath elf that is approaching Diana. Absolutely. Uh, um, I would like to redirect that, that projectile if I could, please. Yep. As you see, streaming through your door, you have people coming who are being essentially forced through the fire. Um, but there's only a couple that make it because the web behind them is blocking it. Um, you see one of them burning, try and launch the arrow towards Diana, and you try and grab it from the air. Give me that roll. I love this. <laughs> uh, so 16 to catch it. Uh, and I have to roll damage, don't I, for... Um, so it's yeah, just explain what this yeah, monk you, shit you, is. You definitely catch <laughs> it. Uh, yeah, so as a... As a so, as a monk, I have uh, either deflect missiles or deflect missile attack. So I can either deflect it and mitigate it for a d10 plus 7, or I can grab it out of the air and redirect it back at a, di- at a different enemy if I so choose. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then I roll my damage, uh, which is a 5 damage directed at that Goliath uh, elf. Okay. So trying to get towards my friend. And I am going to, if I can, because I'm so short, I'm going to get it in this motherfucking thigh. 
Yes, you uh, leap into the air, grab this missile as it is traveling through, spiral and launch it behind you before you land, and it buries itself into the fire of this Goliath as they are running towards Diana. Um, and you watch them sort of buckle to their knee, but they continue to step forward. Um, I don't believe that you said Diana stepped back, which would put you at exactly 30 foot enough for this. I'm standing there you. playing my guitar, knowing that yeah. it's all over. <laughs> and none of the <laughs> other friends are going to get to you, but they are going to try and attack you. That is a 19 to hit. Oh, yeah. You're going to take five points of slashing damage as Fantastic. they draw this short sword cross. Short sword? No, scimitar, Ow. sorry. Slashing. The second attack is only a nine to hit. Oh, no. That would, that would, nope. That's a, that's a miss. So that one you manage to duck out of the way in time um, as they are trying to attack you. Um, I'd like to, to, to just move my guitar out. <laughs> just a little. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> This is the guitar. Does not does not break the merchandise. No, um, no, no, does no. not break the money. Just, just um, a scratch. Scratch is fine. Uh, don't don't break it. <laughs> um, but that is uh, the the uh, apart from that, there are those that are running through and firing. Um, one is going to attack you, Zeke. When it runs through the fire, takes four points of fire damage as they do so, um, and is on fire. Um, but it's still going to try and attack you. Um, that is a 23, followed by it's... a 12. Uh, the second one doesn't it. <laughs> okay, you take 7 points of slashing damage mm -hmm. um, as this burning orc, the one you saw with Horace in their grasp, Horace no longer being held. Um, whatever happened on the other side of that fire, it's not quite clear. Um, but they are slashing away at you whilst burning their friend standing behind the fire trying to level shots. Um, apart from that, most of them are going into the crowd. Um, you hear this sound. Probably be Diana who hears this sound, not just of this sort of chain mail, but this recurrent clumping of heavy plate is coming from one of the tunnels. You can't see anything yet at the end of your dark vision. But something is coming. Um, uh -oh. we, and the other thing to notice, everybody who's running here, everybody is firing. It's very obvious and immediate to all of you. They are all indent soldiers. Of course they fucking are. Oh, they were clearly the ones that they sent down first. Yep. They have no idea what they're doing. It's fine. Last to act in this round on a nat one, Oz Nemesis. Oh, <laughs> I, ro I rolled an eight. Oh, yes, sorry. I missed you there. I like you. Um, yeah. I do apologize. Uh, so, my bad. But can, I, can I free action just to highlight very quickly? Yeah. Highlight. Kill this big fuck. <laughs> you you look at highlight, it's just tears streaming down his face. And he's watching the crowd fall. Oh, baby. It's okay. Halite <laughs> is an devout follower of Os Nemesis, but more importantly, he's fueled by the energy of the crowd. It literally fuels his powers. Yes. So, watching this, something snaps in him, and you see lightning start fueling up his arms, brighter than you've ever seen it before. Um, he looks at Zebi and Os Nemesis. Os Nemesis! Get everyone out of here! We'll hold them off! Split lick! Show everyone where the tunnel is! Xena, heal the injured! And 
highlight is gonna run. Oh, how how far along is the crowd? How like how like how wide are they? You are sixteen foot tall. Thirty foot. It really doesn't matter, does it? You can make an athletics check. I'm not trying to push no, no. past anyone. I'm asking. No, we're, we're, with the giant with the giant modifier, you would be higher. Sure. It, it doesn't increase your strength score. I am going to say in this moment that you can make an athletics check to essentially double your long jump, which would be 16 feet, and become essentially the, the distance of the crowd at this okay. point. Uh, so you want my athletics? Athletics check, please. You are in giant might form, so you have advantage on these strength checks. That's uh, 21. 21, yeah. You launch yourself. Um, there is like a tail end of a crowd that disappears behind you. A couple of seconds earlier, and they might still have been underfoot. Um, but they are behind you as you land with a heavy boom that shakes the entire cavern as everybody is watching. As far as they know, a full-blooded giant just standing in the middle <laughs> of, of this uh, cavern. Highlight will, will roar so loud that even the soldiers at the very back of the tunnel is going to hear him. And then he's going to lay down. And he's going to form a C shape. He's going to form a wall so the entire crowd is completely blocked off by the fire, making sure they get out safely. He's basically human shielding himself with the crowd. Okay. That's, that's amazing. Like, I don't, that's why I asked before. I don't know how long they are, but I can cover 16 foot from my top to my head, from my toes, and I can stretch out my arms. This is take, why I'm in love with this man. Take <laughs> like, NDM's inspiration. I would never um, have thought Use your action to just fully block the back of a crowd. You're aware that a lot of shots are going to be coming towards you now. I would like it, to rage. <laughs> and you rage. Lightning spirals up from the black and red tattoos of Os Nemesis around your body as you scream and growl, lying on the ground as, as like, just crossbow bolts unending begin to pepper your back um, as the um, last just the sort of frontline soldiers but were just about making contact with the crowd are now pushed back and all they have to hit is you. Um, that's going to hurt, but everyone else from the crowd is now rushing on. Of Nemesis uh, acting at the end of a round and just sort of the crowd at the top of a round. They are ushering people back. They are getting them going. Split lick is like moving people where they need to move. And the crowd are moving a full dash. Um, they are essentially off of the map at this point. Um, you can see not everyone has made it, but the vast majority of people have made it, especially with what you guys have done. Um, there's only like a few straggling injured people left. And you look as um, Zebi looks up towards you guys. How? Um, I've got aid. From some nice Alright, you have been awarded <laughs> aid for your, for your heroic actions. Yay. Hey, baby, you're still oh. alive. No, no babe. <laughs> nice. With your order, yeah. like, get them out of here. Seeing that the crowd are out, there is this brief moment of fire in Zebby's eyes. Bethel's just turns into a raging inferno. You can see he's not going. He's not going to leave you here. Uh, it, this is. This is the fight that he's wanted, and this is the fight he is taking. And the rest of us nemesis seem to be behind him on this one. Uh, they are rushing up. You see, they are firing shots towards the oncoming, um, the oncoming onslaught. And this is at the top of this round. You realize 
there just doesn't seem to be an end to the soldiers at current. There's one that's blocked off by web, and they are beginning to slash and cut their way through the web. Um, but at the top of a round, uh, Badger, would you like to use your reaction to use your action for something at this point? You are sort of on the stage. I would say you're sort of helping usher people onto the crowd, but you can yeah. use your action before it comes back to you. So, so there's no civilians left, yeah? Any civilians that are left are injured and making their way uh, and will be out soon. Um, yes, essentially the civilians have been removed from the situation. <sighs> okay. Um... Um... Um, uh, <laughs> I don't know what to do. Mary, Mary, uh, them all. <laughs> okay, no. Uh, so, should I burn them all? Probably not. No, not a good idea. You're evil today. I'm just gonna point you out. I am evil today. <laughs> 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 uh, I don't want to be evil today, <laughs> but okay, we're doing uh. it. Um, so there is still still some tunnels that aren't blocked off, yeah? Um, yes, there are two tunnels that are blocked off with fire, although it looks like these Indian soldiers are being pushed through that fire. Um, but one of them is also blocked by a web, which seems to just be mechanically blocking it for them. For three other tunnels, they are streaming through. You count okay. maybe five or six soldiers from each tunnel already in this place, um, and there just doesn't seem to be an end. Um, and one of them, you can just hear this sort of heavy clunking of plate armor working its way down. Decisively. How far away am I from from these? From tunnel? them, you're about 50, 55 feet from the tunnel entrances, being still on the stage. Okay. This is your act. This is you using your reaction. So you just take an action here, but then you will go straight back into your turn. Yeah. 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 Uh, I will. I okay. We're going all in. <laughs> by the way, I'm gonna cast flaming sphere. Yes. Uh, in the, the one of the doors that seems like they have the most people in it. Uh, which is um. Let's see. Wait. Give me a second. I'm sorry. Um. Five foot diameter sphere, and we have established that these are not big tunnels. Um, these are not. <laughs> You create a sphere the size of this tunnel, fully filling it, and then just push it forward, is what I'm assuming you are like. Yes, I will push it forward through the tunnel as far as I can. Uh, but since it's, so my range is 60 feet total, so I can probably only push it like 5 to 10 feet forward. Um, yeah, but... you, you, yeah. As your reaction, look, you use your action to cast a spell, and then if you'd like on your turn, you can use your bonus action to advance it another thirty foot. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Uh, but yeah. so uh, everyone, they, they they need to do a dexterity saving throw. I'm pretty sure. Right? Yeah, I'm gonna roll just a quick roll. So this thing um, appears five foot, so I'm gonna save it to one person, and then you just shove it through another thirty foot. We're going to make about seven dexterities <laughs> a disadvantage because they are crawling through these tunnels. Yeah, my uh, it is fifteen. The number fifteen is what I've got to beat. They have they do have a decent dexterity. It's a plus. Let me tell you. Uh, and the first one succeeds. Even a disadvantage. Second one fails. Fail. Fail. 
succeeds. Fails. Okay, so that is two successes. Please roll the damage for your flaming sphere. Uh, okay, so the 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 ones who succeeded take one take the half of a one d six, which would be four in this case. Okay. So so, so well, I wrote uh, I rolled two d six, which is the total damage. Okay. Uh, eight total. Right. The ones who fit, succeed, succeeded take four, and the ones who failed take the full eight. Yeah. Yep. I am sorry. <laughs> oh, do not apologize one bit. <laughs> um, you, you guys watch as this sphere rips through these people, and you see the fire sort of go over and around them, and when it emerges the other side, most of them seem bloodied, and like they're um, close to getting, um, yeah, close to death. Some of them seem like they're okay, um, but just because they managed to tuck their heads down enough that it didn't burn their faces. But yeah. magical again. Yeah. <sighs> right, right, right. We're initiative. I am. Com- I am. Okay. Yes. So yes, I use I use my bonus action to push it forward. Right. Yeah. So you act- held action to cast it. Re- uh, it's your turn again. Bonus action. Push it forward. Exactly. Essentially, quite quickly after the other. Which is a genius move. Um, <laughs> Not found out, mind you. You have your action and movement. You can once again choose to hold your reaction until I'm going to ask for a trigger this time. Okay. Um, yes. Uh, but just... I will <sighs> probably not hold it. Wait. Maybe I do. Uh, okay. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. Dewey, you uh, are up next. Just be aware. Is the big big guy still standing? The big guy is still standing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he got stabbed in the leg. Yes, the, the Goliath elf has a pretty. Small, he's the trunk. Uh, pretty big, yeah. He's he's got a pretty big crossbow bolt sticking out of his leg at the moment. Yeah. Okay. So uh, first, I will move. So I will move slightly, jump down from the station, move slightly forward towards everything that's happening. So I'm closer. Okay. Um, let's see. Wait. Let me double check if burning sphere was its concentration. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, yeah, no, I don't know what to do. <laughs> you might, like, that's a genuine thing. Badger's like, what do I do? I'm gonna, like, I see an opportunity, but I want, I'm going to say that is uh, you're holding your action until you see an opportunity to uh, help your friends yes. by causing some damage. Yes. I don't an opportune moment. Okay. Um, Thank you very much. I'm cool. sorry. Do it. You're up. Okay, right. Um, these 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 guys are all indents. There's no there's no humans here or there. Um, so I have got my. Do it if I attack. Okay. Uh, am I in range? To how far away from the the big guy am I? Uh, big guy, sort of center of this area here. So maybe from where you got to, five ten feet. Okay. Okay. Um, but there are there are other indent soldiers in there here. There are as well. a lot. There are about somewhere in the region of twenty five, thirty indent soldiers. How many? How many of uh, of the crowd have they killed? Would you say? 
take looking around, taking a quick glance around, you think maybe that many shots into the crowd, being civilians, most of them. Okay, um, somewhere, somewhere in the region of ten to fifteen bodies are lying on the ground. I don't know how many. I don't know how much uh, uh, talking I can do. What what part of my turn it's gonna take up? But I I I would basically the entire time I'm doing whatever the fuck I'm about to say I'm gonna do. I am saying you don't have to do this, guys. This is we've got a new way. Revolution is coming. You guys don't have to be sent here to die you can have more than this just okay. just that kind yes of... yeah as you're doing your action make me a quick persuasion check um oh, god i'm glad i didn't take i'm glad i didn't take prof... <laughs> proficiency in this um but 14 uh 14. which is sorry 15 that'll be with my plus 15. okay cool you are saying this um, and tell me the action you're doing it with at the same time and you're seeing some of them like <laughs> trembling as they're holding these crossbows right they, but they, this yeah. this big fucker is on diana though yeah yeah this goliath elf um is just not letting right in in in, uh, in that case uh i as like I, I shout that and then i move and i whistle <laughs> as well um, nice P. I'm like I can't whistle to save my life, but Dewey's Amazing. one of those annoying fuckers who can whistle naturally, and it's like those dickheads in crowds that do that right behind you and deafen you. Um, like, hey, this he is a that. fantasy game after all. You, you do you, Phil. <laughs> yeah. um, you I'm going to go, and I'm going to go in, and I'm going to, uh, and I'm going to attack this big guy because he's he, he just took a chunk out of our lead singer. Um, yeah. So, uh, short swords, which means because I've got the fighting feature um, that is that gives me when I've got two, two, uh, two weapon fighting. So my AC is upped to fifteen rather than the normal fourteen for this. Um, first attack is a fucking hell. <laughs> Oh my god, you're fucking kidding me! Guess what number it is? Twelve! It is twelve! It is twelve! Does does that hit this guy? Twelve does not hit very easy. No, but but it's like a natural one for Phil. I don't know. Or a natural 20. Right, each of your turns you cause this one to assist you immediately after you hit a creature. No, I can't do that. Um, In that case, did all that talking, was that my bonus action, or do I get to offhand attack? I'm going to say you get to offhand attack. Because you're, you're doing it as you're slashing into this guy. For that, uh, 16. 16 is going to hit. Oh, thank fuck for that. Right, um, okay, that is... Um, that is going to be a d6 for the short swords. Uh, <laughs> one. So that is that is four damage. Okay. Right, it's okay because the whistle um, is is basically, despite its size, just all all the all the birds that are slightly embarrassed that they haven't got to me in time to warn me of like it's like literally that it's literally your job, guys, um, to Holy warn shit. of like people coming. Like I mean, like one or two, not just a fucking force. Um, they've all kind of banded together and they're like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, and they just pummel this guy 
And uh, one of the one of the features that uh, Swarm Lord can do uh, with Gathered Swarm, when you hit a creature with an attack, you've got a choice of three things to do. Uh, make a 14 DC strength saving throw or be okay. moved up to 15 feet away. They fail. Uh, they are moved 15 foot away and slam into the far side wall. Um, in fact, you can choose. They either slam into a wall or they slam like a bowling ball down one of the tunnels. Oh, down one of the tunnels. Yeah, down one of the tunnels. Yeah. You yeah. slam them back down, knocking a couple of others prone as they go back. Uh, as this just cloud of birds descends and boof, like pushes them back away from Diana. You don't have to do this. You can be fine. Fight for, fight for who you are, not what they tell you to do. You see, like Revolution. some are like shaking with the crossbows and like looking around at the situation. Some of them may well have been members of a crowd at some point in their life. Certainly, that's what Nia's ledger would suggest. Um, what? You're not sure. Um, as we come, as we come to taxes. Uh, speaking of members of the crowd, can I do eye of detail to see if I recognise any of them in the crowd? <laughs> um, how does eye of detail work? Explain. So it gives me a bonus action to make a perception check. Okay. Um, yeah, make a perception check. Uh, that is a 11. Um, you... Definitely recognize a couple of faces just by the fact that they have tattoos, but they are badly disguised by the helmets that are on there. And you see that they are beginning to turn the crossbows around. Um, but you know full well what it is like to be an indent. And you know if they turn their weapons, it is a death sentence for them 100%. The fact that they are not already means that they know just how overwhelming these odds would be. And you can see that there are more soldiers pouring down, not just the nearly 30 that are already in this ring. Then I'll probably make it my action to shout at everyone and be like, uh, guys, we should fuck off as well. Let's go. <laughs> we should like, leave. Let's go. We can, we can stay. Well, we can't. Well, actually, you can't stay. You can go home if you want. You don't have to go home. But we're fucking off, okay? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes through. Okay. Well, no, that, that's, a, that's a more small town British pub by itself. <laughs> you don't have to go home, but you do have to go home. Yeah. <laughs> you know that place that we said we stay. should meet? Let's go there. <laughs> there. You don't okay. have to go home, but you can't stay here. Retcon that place. The safe house. Let's go there. Go there. Um, in response to that, um, you see Zebby say, They want us! Get out! Take a rider! No. No. Not a chance, mate. Not after last time. <laughs> I should we'll, we'll all just harmonize the word no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sam, you have a better chance of TPK in us than letting the NPCs die. <laughs> the, the, the contrast there of, of, of taxes and Halite, they're just being like, no way, I'm not leaving you. And Halite being like, I'm not getting on that boat again. Okay, that is taxes' turn, I think, yeah. uh, as we come to the. Uh, cool. Uh, then. 
I, I'm just scrapping with this orc boy. Like, like I'm I'm fully ignoring everything that this everyone else is doing. Okay. I, I'm scrap. I like I said, I'm scrapping until the band is gone. Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna attempt to smack him straight in his kneecaps first of all. Actually, how tall is he? I should I should ask that first of all. Am I um, able to reach his face for a change? <laughs> he is an orc. He is a full orc. He is oh, he's a full orc. Then I'm gonna punch him in the kneecaps then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. So I'm gonna smack him in the kneecaps. That's uh, an 18 to hit. Uh, 18 will definitely hit. That's uh, eight uh, damage first of all. Um, eight damage to orc. Yep. Uh, okay. Flurry of blows. Okay. Um, I am going to smack him again in okay. his other kneecap. All right. Sixteen to hit. Sixteen definitely hits. Uh, that's another eight points of damage. With this, you crumple the kneecap and his head like slams into the ground, still softly burning. Um, right. Softly is he still, burning. <laughs> is he still up? Uh, he is unconscious or dead, and um, it, I would you did bludgeoning damage. So you tell me um, if you're trying to do one or the other. I'm not trying to. I I, I would have just broken his legs more than anything else. Yeah, he, um, <laughs> he it, passes out from the pain of his broken kneecap. Um, is there anyone else who is still somewhat nearby who can get Diana? Oh, oh, that's me. Um, on fine. their next turn, there are a lot of people now in this like small chamber area that can get up to Diana. Cool. Um, as fine. part of that, then I, I can I can use my movement to uh, get to one of them because I can. That's part of my drunken style is that I can mm. attack during. During my flurry of blows, I can basically stagger over to someone, and then I am going to turn and just haymaker someone as hard as I can in the balls for a uh, stunning strike. Okay, <laughs> make the strike. Fucking love balls. Uh, soft twenty to hit. Yes, yeah, that'll do it. And that's six points of damage. Six points of damage. Plus they are stuck. Um, they get to roll a constitution saving throw. You never know. They fail, but... <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I assume a 14 <laughs> fails, but... Yes, it fails. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I guess this is one of the advantages of a male DM. <laughs> Punch an NPC in the balls. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you definitely stunned. There's just like a sharp intake of breath um, as they are stunned. Um, but we come next to Diana. How many uh, people? I am current, uh, sorry, sorry um, no, I, am I, am, I am currently in, in front of you, Diana, just because that's the way I started to. So you do have a boundary break in front of you. I thought I was. I wait, am I surrounded? That's quite a lot. Uh, no, it was. It, it was just the. It was just the. Um, the big guy who was in combat ah. with you. The rest of them were were get were about to start approaching you. But that's why I Not smashed one of them in the bollocks to try and get them to, to think twice about it. <laughs> okay, cool. The big guy got sent down the corridor as well. Yes. The big guy. So, 
there are loads of people coming in, but there are also lots of people in here with us right now. There are more people coming down these corridors, and you guys have taken out two, maybe three of them, and there are still about 20 in the room with you. We should leave. Very much so. How many of you people here look like you're leaving? This is on the stage. You're leaving, you're leaving. (laughs) You're not Look, the, the, the two frontline fighters are going to be the last ones to leave. Yeah, but you, we can't. No, we can't. We can't do but this. Because, because, because we have the damage sponges. That's why we're here. Is to get you squishies out. I've literally <laughs> formed a wall. So if you get past me, then you're safe. Yeah. Which is why I am literally in front of you. I may only be three foot, or I can jump, apparently. So then, yeah, like, it, it's, it's me, used... you, and then Ben. White gnomes can jump. If he can rip my earring out, he can jump over every anyone's head. <laughs> in the, um, the previous game, I managed to jump eight feet into the I, end of the um... earring out. <laughs> That's why I got a scar on my here now. After Diana will be the Empire soldiers. Yeah. An issue. <laughs> <laughs> I will say with like my free words. Uh Guys, we need to leave. Hey, babe, we need oh. to leave, okay? <laughs> <laughs> babe, let's leave. Babe. I know he's not listening. Babe! <laughs> I am listening. I'm just trying to think of a response. <laughs> okay, it doesn't babe. have to be exactly seven words. It's okay. Oh. But I was wondering why we're doing this. We have a sort of rule of like quick reactions. Should yeah. really only be like seven words that you can get out. Seven short words. Babe, we need to leave. Don't worry, I have a plan. Get behind me. Nope. Uh, Okay. Um. Um, You're starting to see some humans emerging from the tunnels. Okay, so Uh, um, use this first vanguard that got sent down to take the front of the attack. I will. I will pick whoever. Let's let's say the first human I can see because I know they're not doing this because they would have to. Okay. <laughs> and I will. I was going to do something really fun, but I'm going to do this instead. I will do the same, basically the same thing I, I, I did before. So the unsettling words. Mm-hmm. So the 1d8 for uh, the saving throw. Okay. I'm, I'm going to roll that off now. Yeah. So that's going to be free off of whatever saving throw they make next. And I will. Do uh, enemies abound again? But it's absolutely a failure. Yes. Um, their their eyes glass over and they just look towards uh, everyone around them, and they look like they they're like near the front of the tunnel as one of the humans. Yeah, they just one. turn around and just begin like everybody behind them is confused. You can actually block the tunnel as there's confusion and panic as one of the humans is starting to attack their fellow. Uh, yeah, so that's hopefully stopped them for a few rounds. Uh, then I and then I will start running towards the exit at the back. Okay, let's leave. The 
foes have one big old target uh, and they're going to fire most of their shots towards them. Um, what is your AC? My AC is 19. Come and get me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I'll do that then. No fear. Not in the slightest. If I die, I die for a good cause. God damn it. Literally the first episode. Don't die. Don't die. Miss. Yeah. I'm not using my dice anymore. That's a lot of dice. Sounds. Dice. Okay. And seventeen. Fuck. Okay. So two crits, one normal hit, as oh, a barrage of arrows go towards you. Um, that is going to be a total of crit is um, that's ten points of damage for one crit. That's piercing damage. Nine <laughs> from yeah, yeah. So that's reduced to five. Nine from another one, so it's reduced to five. No, reduced down to four. So Nine. total. And then the last one is a nine on the dice from the non-crit. With only one d six plus three makes another four points of damage. They fire, and there's just this sound of spark. Sound of sparking and like flashes of light. It's just flash off of your arm. And no, it's not even your arm, is it? Because it's just your skin. Just your, just your skin. <laughs> I flex. <laughs> you flex, and a lot of this, almost like part of your ancient stone giant heritage, um, comes through. It's just like tink, tink, tink. And even what stuff that sinks in. Only sinks in an inch and then falls back out again. Um, the only like occasional one, like one hits right on the spine enough that you feel like a real pain there. Another one catches a blood vessel and just you, you see like a big spray of blood as a vein is burst. And um, one just just about manages to poke through the skin enough to embed, but not a critical kind of damage. Um, the majority of these shots go towards you. But there's still one shot towards every other member of the party that they can see, which is everyone. Um, so one shot towards Diana is going to hit, um, I believe, on a 22. <laughs> reaction. Just. Yes, you can use your reaction. Um, you are trying to beat I have, seven points of damage. I have run 30 foot away, though. It's a crossbow bolt. Light crossbow. Uh, would running 30 foot away would make it, which would get past me, my wall? I would let her pass. Yes. And, and she, she's she would, smaller than me, so she could move through my She would essentially be onto the stage at this point. They would still have a shot, which would give you a plus, like, even, that would give you maybe half cover, which would give you a plus two to your AC. Would, would, a, 20 still, would a 22 still hit you yeah. with plus two AC? Yeah. Uh, tw- I, I also rolled a 22 for the deflection. I am. Okay. Uh, do you have to use. Your reaction to reduce the damage, and that means you catch it, and then you throw um, it. You can use your reaction to deflect or catch a missile. When you do so, the damage you take from it is reduced by one d10 plus seven. So I'll draw that. I think you automatically yeah, catch just, it. It's just whether you... yeah, one d10 yeah, plus sorry. seven. Yeah, okay, yeah, you automatically. Um, yes, yeah, so that's an eleven. 
catch it. 22, mm. you throw it back, return to sender, or any number of them if you wish. Uh, <laughs> yeah, return to, to sender, sender uh, seven points of piercing damage as I just sling it straight back. Yeah, you see one of the ones that have been burned up by Badger's um, fireball. This flaming sphere, I have to be specific in d um, <laughs> just collapses her neck, um, <laughs> neck bleeding out um, and is dead. Cool. Um, I'm just gonna... The one that comes towards you um, is going to hit on mm -hmm. a 23. Yes. That is going to be four points of damage to you. Um, one coming towards Dewey. I'm rolling hot for everybody apart from front of here, Harry. They're all clearly too intimidated. That's five points of damage to Dewey. Uh, Badger, you're going to get the protection of um, half cover. You're still on the stage. Um, but that is only going to be a nine to hit you anyway. Uh, and the same for taxes. You get plus two to your AC. That is a 15 to hit you. Plus two, but it's a 16, so I guess. Nice. Uh, as it sort of pings off of the side of Halite, providing you cover. Um, as this sort of barrage... Giant thumbs up. There's like, a, there's like a... Barrage is not like a perfect unison shot all at once, followed by loading crossbows, but you just hear... As there's the sound crossbow strings being pulled taut again, and then above it all, this clumping sound of plate yeah. metal... As okay. stepping um, through one of the open tunnels, you see a figure clad head to toe in plate armor lifts up a visor as dark black hair spirals from her shoulders and she looks towards you. And in the, in the city, you recognize this woman in this moment. This is not just any soldier. You are looking at Bereave herself. Marinade mm -hmm. Teddy, a human woman, old empire family. Balin's favor shifts wildly. They rarely make it five years or even the city. She has been here for ten, and she intends to keep it that way. Wow. She looks at all of you, pulls out a short bow, and is going to pick three targets at random. Um, you've got one, two, three, four, five, six. I can see you on we my screen. In trouble. One towards Badger. Second one towards Dewey, and one towards Diana. So oh, Diana, Diana and Badger both have hot cover. Yes, so you both get a plus two to their AC. The one towards Diana is going to be an 18 to hit. Yes. The one towards Badger is going to be a 24 to hit. Uh, and <laughs> the one towards yes. Dewey is going to be a 16 to hit. Oh, fuck yeah, that's enough. <laughs> I mean, to be oh. fair, she's commander. She picked her shots well. <laughs> I can't, yeah. can't say. Yeah. 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 This is very good. Fuck. Nothing random. Three of them. The shots she took. You yep. each take 21 points of damage. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> I would like to say that I am dead. Fully dead? Or yeah, unconscious? Down or dead? How do you, how do you, how do you, how is your, how do you do it, this? You know? full health plus half. Yeah, Zero but... plus your entire health again will take you to Yeah, then I'm not dead, full dead. I am very much down. Very, okay. Very oh boy. Down. As you see her um, 
put the short bow on her back and continue just walking towards you, uh, reaching instead for the great sword that is resting there. Um, that is their turn. As Osnemesis jump off the stage, you see Zevi jump over Halite. Uh, yes, sorry, I do. You are on there. I need to underline you. Halite, you are first. <laughs> He's not Halite. just cover. <laughs> you see, you can see that Zevi is running forward and it's something. Uh, Halite stands to his full height and looks at Zebi, tears in his eyes. Zebi, please, take Diana to safety. This rebellion is you. If it dies, you die. But the other way around. Fuck! <laughs> he actually messes yeah. up his words. Oh, yeah. Please! Can I roll like a, a persuasion, anything for that? Yes, yes, you can. That's 14. 14. You see that the single tear that was streaming down his eye is back in floods. His perfect eyeshadow is all over the place. As he says, Rebellion lives. And it lives with you. Get to Harling's rest. Keep the fire burning. Don't let it go out. And he, um, on his turn, looks like he's about to do something. Anything else on your turn? Oh, I don't know. I may have changed it now. No, he, he wouldn't listen, I don't think. Uh, Halite is going to turn around. Dear Benalicia! You have this last warning. Retreat now, or I'm collapsing the tunnels. And he's going to raise a fist and slam it down, trying to collapse the entire area. Make me an... Ooh, I guess this would be athletics? Actually, oh, just to say this is a straight strength check. This isn't a test of your athleticism. Um, this is a test of just how much force you can put into the ground. Um, can I... As on the side, huh? As on the side door, you still have your aid, which means you it's, see it's gone. It, thank you for the aid. It completely erased an entire natural twenty to hit me. Oh, did it? Okay. So yeah, thank you for that. That's nice. Uh, I, as an aside, can I use my bonus action before I did that? Um, what would you like to do with your bonus action? Uh, I just like to activate, activate a rune. Yes. Yeah. So my one of my gauntlets glows, and ice appears on my arm that's about to slam down, and I have plus two strength. Nice. Now, I've activated that. And I slam down. It's just a strength check, you say? Just a strength check. You do get advantage um, from Giant's Might. And you're just... So, 23. 23. There is a boom as you collapse your fist into the ground. And there is a shake around. And for a second, the entire battle goes quiet as people are looking up at the ceiling, hearing like cracking, crumbling. Seems to hold for a second, and when you see one tunnel begin to collapse on the side, and there's a scream from whatever soldiers were in there. Um, the others look like they are, there, there is signs of crumbling, but you're not sure if they are going to go, if they're going to hold firm. Certainly, you got one of them, which in it, you punch the ground so hard that the earth shook enough to collapse. The tunnels that have stood here for centuries. <coughs> And some of them more might go. The leader, this um, woman, Tebby, just looks to you um, and just cocks her head and just keeps reaching for that great sword and is advancing. Action surge. Okay. Uh, I would oh, my action. I would like to pick up Dewey, Diana, Zeke. Don't worry about it. Don't need to grab me. Don't need, don't need to grab run. me. You okay. don't need to grab Doran, you don't need to grab me. 
Well, if I, if I'm allowed to, I will. No, you don't need to grab me. Okay. Okay. And you know that I have. You, I have you my would full know action. You, you, you would yeah. know you don't need to grab full me. Full action, lift them up, Same movement, here. even at half speed, you make it to the backstage area. You see the rapid rider is there, um, uh, ready. As we move by, move by Zebby, I'm just going to look at him. Rise like the phoenix, and I just leave. Uh, just he will step forward into the space that you were. The like d- rock dust crumbling around him. He says, "I like the habit of burning things. It's really become a moniker." And he just launches a wall of fire as he screams an aria uh, into the crowd. You see a lot of them begin to burn and are pushed back. Stepping forward, like dragging the greatsword behind him, now you see um, Ree the Tebby just walking towards him still. Um, you see um, Yesli rush up, jump, and launch herself towards um, Itebi, just smacking down with um, these essentially clubs, but modified to the point where they have the weight of a great club behind them, just <laughs> slamming uh, into her. Um, some blows are deflated um, by the greatsword. Ones that do connect seem to sort of cut her knee a bit. Not enough to really slow her down, but are doing something. Um, you um, see Senna holds her action as she channels like divine healing magic um, and um, rushes towards Diana. Um, she is going to use a third level Cure Wounds on you, which I believe is 3d8. Yep. She Damn. heals you for 14 plus her Wiz modifier. She's going to heal you for 18 points of healing. Oh, rejoice. Um, and then turn to turn to her bandmates and start rushing towards them. Um, and you watch as Barnasta, for the first time you've ever seen, Walks faster than a slow. It's not a run. It, it, it's not a run. <laughs> it certainly walks faster. It has pace. It's dragging the base axe alongside him. Um, runs into a leap, um, and as he does, so, cuts a swath, uh, and you see some kind of magical energy ripple out from Blade nice. uh, in a sort of cleaving arc towards the others, um, and almost as he's doing it, he twists the blade, and you see this frost. Um, erupts over a couple of amounts of the tunnel that they are immediately trying to get back down. Um, behind the stage, as you arrive, Halite, um, there is a quick um, hand gesture from Splitlick um, who looks towards Project Rapid Rider, just, she's all yours. Yes. yes. Uh, as we're going through the initiative, Badger, would you like to do anything as you are at that point? Yes. Yes. It's, okay, so Diana got 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 healed mm-hmm. yes. a little bit. Are she's they looking my, stable my... enough that I can not worry about them right now? She's in my arms. You see, a lot of all of her wounds appear to have closed enough. She certainly looks beat. Um, I, I can't remember Diana's exact hit points, but certainly looks beat, but not down anymore. A lot better. Yeah, a lot better. Uh, then I uh, w- would like uh, to, to touch our resident uh, ranger uh, and, and, and cast your wounds uh, okay. on him. Okay. Which would be uh, d8 plus 4, so that is 10 hit points. Okay, 10 hit points back to Dewey. 
Um, yes. You have seen the Rapid Rider before. It, it is a craft that can carry, just about carry all of you. Um, you might need to stop being 16 foot to get onto it, <laughs> but apart from <laughs> that, uh, but then you would need to do that to get out of a tunnel anyway. <laughs> it's true. Um, anything else on your turn, Badger? No. As you load up. I would have lost concentration when I was moved by the Fair. large guy. Uh, so the fiery sphere is not there anymore, probably. <laughs> no, it's not. I've lost concentration. No. And the guy That's is fine. not attacking all of its other friends. <laughs> yeah. Doing. Uh, yeah, basically to. Um, Thanks for the heal, and uh, I will. You can do bonus action, and you can do spells on bonus action and action, so long as one is cantrip and one Correct. is a first, uh, one is a, a level spell. Mm -hmm. um, I'll say the bonus action and my movement first is to use my bonus action. Part of being a dual elf, once per day, you can cast Misty Step, and I will just disappear into, I just evaporate. Basically, yeah. thirty foot back onto the stage and just run. But the action that I do first mm -hmm. is to cast a cantrip that I have as part of being a swarm lord. Is a mage hand? Okay. To a large hand going like this <laughs> directly in the face of the reeve, and it will float and move around her face as she, like, she's menace. You know, she is the most intimidating fucking DBEG kind of boss advancing on our fucking heroes, the Oz Nemesis band. But kind of killing her intimidating vibe is just this annoying little hand that's just like, yeah, fuck you! For Ew. the podcasters, he is flipping the bird. I'm putting up my middle finger. <laughs> I am flipping the bird because fuck this fucker. <laughs> Revolution. Ben, is Zeke doing bird. something at the same time, Ben? Uh, yes, so as he is doing this, uh, I'm going to use my action to throw the unlit Molotov at her. Okay. Because I, I want to coat her in alchemist fire. Um, she, that is 20 foot impact. Make a ranged attack against the creature or object, so please make that ranged yep. attack. Oh, please. I am going to do this in person because I trust these dice. Don't betray him. I will say the AC you're trying to hit is 18. That's a 24 to hit. Yes! You're, you coat her plate armor along her right-hand side with this burning fire. You can see she's already walked through this wall of fire. She's still grimacing and gritting her teeth from that as just a push all along her side, continuing to burn. This is, this is chemical fire. It's different. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's going to leave a mark. Yes. And then as she goes to do that, because I'm going to hope that she's going to look at me, I'm also going to flip her the bird, and then I'm going to use Step of the Wind to catch right up to De Dewey, because uh, I have 35 feet of movement, I can Step of the Wind to double that, and then I am literally just going to grab Dewey by the ass cheeks and basically just push him forwards. It's like, it's very funny, get out! <laughs> yep. As there is a moment where the middle things are raised, <laughs> You grab it, you push his ass cheeks, they disappear into a mist for a second and it's yanked you forward, almost like if the sort of lack of space like slipstreams you a little bit as you are running towards um, Taxes and Diana, I think the last. Taxes, Diana and Halite, I think we will end with Halite's turn. Um, 
Taxes. Okay. Uh, what I would like to do is make my way to the rapid rider. Mm-hmm. Along the way, I want to grab as much like magical items as I can, like you know, like the little silent bombs and Very stuff like that. Smart move. Yeah. I'm hoping. Yep. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say you are prioritizing. You're making a list in your head. This is priority. This, 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 this. Yeah. You can tell me afterwards what you grab based on this roll. And um, go ahead. What would this be? This is oh, this is definitely investigation, isn't it? For spotting exactly where things are and making that list and prioritizing. Yeah, this is investigation. Making a list, checking it twice. Uh, Seventeen. Seventeen. You nice. most grab three things, three uh, projects. Um, we already have a list from our previous game, and um, so there are buzz kills. There are one-sided relationships. Um, there are encores, which are the essentially action surge plus Adrenaline one point shot. of healing. Adrenaline shots. Um, Apart from that, um, I will say that you have you sort, of, you sort of have your choice. You grab them. I will say you tell me what you grabbed and how many of each, and you essentially grab three, either you, a free mix and match kind of thing. Diana. Mm. Uh, okay, so I wake up in um, Hal's arms, right? I think so. Hey, baby, hi! I had a crazy, like a really crazy dream. Oh, fuck. Okay, it was some dream. Um, no! <laughs> I would like to target somebody not the humans, because what? But, like, the non-humans. Somebody who, 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 may, have, who may have looked like they weren't super into killing okay non-humans. there's definitely yeah somebody that you all sort of clocked this half orc individual who had their crossbow aimed at you and as you've noticed they have had it aimed towards the crowd and had it aimed towards you and the same bolt still sits in there then absolutely that person i will quite innocently cast message okay about you almost used a copper wire of a guitar to send this message towards them. Nice. Um, let's um, <laughs> think about this one. Far ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell. You can tell me later. And we um, can save it for the next stream, or you don't have to tell the stream. You can tell me that Diana whispers a message to this individual and let me know what it is later. There like. is a better way. Come and join us. Nice. And then I, I like just it. snuggle up to the massive yeah. muscles that is my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> not they are literally rock solid. Yeah, but it's you see, okay. You see how, like, just before you get there and you watch the here behind you, um, mm. the last of your companions arriving as the sounds of battle continue. Um, um, I quickly look back, thinking of Horus and the Battle of the Bands and Zebby sacrificing his life along with the rest of Oz Nemesis. And then as we're running, I think back to our original plan in the first uh, one shot we did about how we're trying to replicate the Rapid Rider and look at Splitlick. And I'm like, I'm sorry, you need to come with us. And I grab him. <laughs> make, a, make an athletics check. Yes. Oh, mm. shit. I should have something mm. uh, athletics that is a 26 yeah, you, you are that. you are 16 foot tall he is maybe 
two free. <laughs> you pick him up. Um, he he yes. kicks. He yes. does. He's not. I, I'll roll it. <laughs> nope, that's not a natural twenty. And <laughs> <laughs> um, you grab Splitlick, um, and he is watching with you as you set the engine going for a good like two seconds. He's just watching his nemesis before he turns and accepts. Yeah, this is right. Um, he uh, goes to the sort of cone-shaped input of um, the rapid rider, pulls out something from his bag, um, some kind of um, Magitech, what are we looking for? Artificer, artificer kind of, not quite spell slot, but how he saw spell slots, punches in twists, and the engine roars to life as the propeller fans how you forward out through the tunnels into sewer, and along the Brenner River into the night.